just rocking out to some share. Do you believe in life after love? I always thought she was saying it's a horrible song. Do you believe in love after love? But she says life after love. Do you believe? Yeah, how do you get that so wrong? It's so obvious. I mean, she she slows down for you. (laughs) Well, I was, you know, when you listen to it on a small speaker on the radio, it sounds Uh like, do you believe in life after love and the love? You know, she got that auto tune on. Life after love after life, do you believe? <laughs> I'm like, what is she singing about? Do you believe in life after love? What does that even mean? Do you believe in life after love? See what I mean? It's like, life after love. Yeah, right. She, she didn't totally. even know what she's saying. She knows the lyrics are ridiculous. That's why she's mm. she's embarrassed to sing them. <laughs> It is impossible. It is impossible to watch the uh, new movie on Netflix with Rebel Wilson. It's impossible. You can't get through it. Why, why I can tried. you not get through it? I was excited about it. It's called Senior High. That's right up my alley. Anything with high school students. But it is so bad that even but I is have Rebel Wilson it. in high school? That's the first thing you can Yeah. Me. Well, she's a cheer- <laughs> she, the plot is she's a, she's a cheerleader in high school. <laughs> and uh, they have a cheerleading accident. And quite frankly, it was hardly an accident. They let her fall. And then she was in a coma for 20 years. And she comes back to, uh, she wakes up after 20 years in a coma and wants to finish high school. <laughs> and it's horrible. It's With the terrible people who dropped her. <laughs> I said to my wife, yeah, I said to my wife, you know, let's watch this. And we started Do watching. She purposefully look for something that sounds bad to, when we're in to bed, watch. No, when we're in bed, we like to, at night, we like to just chill to something calm, you know, not to get us riled up with the war in Ukraine, the way my parents are right now. It's everything I'm riled up. So it's like, I'm just looking for something fun. And I thought Rebel Wilson was pretty good in that other dopey movie she was in where she was the chubby friend. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. she was always in those high school singing movies, wasn't she? Yeah. The yeah, I liked movie? her in that. Acapella. I like acapella. Those <laughs> movies. I don't like acapella. I don't like acapella, but I like acapella movies. <laughs> Let's Pitch be Perfect. clear. <laughs> I liked her in Pitch Perfect, so I'm like, yeah. okay, this sounds cute. And you start watching it, and it is mind-numbing. You go, is it her? Is she horrible? Is the movie horrible? Is everything horrible about this? Is she <laughs> is not a leading good? woman? Maybe she's meant <laughs> just to be a friend. Good. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's meant to just be a friend, not the the lead character. What? It's just it maybe want to visit my parents. That's how bad it was. Oh, yeah. You got up and called your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. I can't call my mom anymore because now she she doesn't hear anything. She used to be able. She to won't use good. that thing you got where you can yell at her on the phone. Uh, yeah, but then the aide has to hook it up, and it's a whole fucking deal. Mm. She calls Beth a lot because she wants certain foods. We I told you we got a DoorDash account. My mother was had stopped eating. She didn't like the food that they served at the place I got her at. When I say the place I got her at, she's in this gorgeous apartment where they have a dining room. The food's delicious. I've eaten there 20 fucking times. I've never had a bad meal. 
you know, I go there for lunch. I'll have egg salad. I'll have tuna. You don't announce yourself. This is the regular no. food, the regular yeah. fare. It's delicious. Yeah. Just even if you get a grilled cheese, it's delicious on sourdough bread. My father eats up everything there. Yeah. My, my dad will have bagel and lox with uh, cookies and fruit for dessert. Forget about it. And he weighs like three pounds. I don't know where he's putting it. He Where's his massive. weight go? He, he he's eating and like he's a, losing weight. He must shit like a cowboy. You know what I mean, Robin? Because I don't. I don't know. <laughs> a cowboy. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's so. Oh, God. It's so intense. So she doesn't like the regular food. Now she likes egg drop soup. From the Chinese restaurant. Oh, she's letting you get her regular egg drops, uh, egg drop soup. She won't say no. Yeah, yeah. And she, and, you know, and you would think she never ate before because now she drinks. She doesn't even use a spoon. She like drinks it right out of the bowl like a dog. Like she's lost all social graces. Yeah, the food like, comes. She laps it up like a dog. Well, she must weigh like twelve pounds. She must be starving. <laughs> and so, like, she calls Beth. Because we even said, Mom, I said, Mom, because you got to yell and it does no good. The aide tra- the, the aide goes, you know, hello, your mom wants to speak to you. And you're like, oh, shit. I go, okay. Howard, Howard. Mom, I can't hear him. Oh, he said, Mom. What did he say? Mom. I go, Mom. Now everyone's talking over each other. Go, Mom. <laughs> what? He said, Mom. What did he say? Mom. It's like that. It's literally that intense. Your chest starts to hurt. Why doesn't father, she write things down and then you, you need a secretary, not a, no, it's not so a simple. nursing aide. <laughs> In other words, my mom, my, my mother gets confused. She doesn't need to hear us. The aide can hear us, and she can tell yeah. my mom what we're saying. But my mother, and my mother doesn't think we can hear her. So mm. she's like, Beth, 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 can you hear me? And, and Beth will go, I can hear you, Ray. I can, I, I can hear you. What are you saying? She's <laughs> saying she can hear you. Beth, do you have a pen? Yes. What did she say? Yes. You start yelling, and it's like, oh, my God, my mother's yelling. It's just fucking exhausting. It's like talking to someone on the moon. Math. <laughs> <laughs> and Beth gets nervous because she wants well, to please to my mother. You start to hate your own name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, but it's like, it's not, her name has turned into, it's not like Beth. It's like, And, you know, I'm on with the doctors all the time because in the background, my father's going batshit fucking crazy. Is he they don't back know what, home or he? He's back home. He's out of the Ooh. hospital. But okay, he's on some drug called Depakote, which um, keeps him. Co- they, they try, it, holy moly. Because he's in the back. Like, <laughs> you know, he's talking <laughs> to people who aren't there. Oh, no. He's having a yeah, conversation. Yeah. But when he's on the pills, it calms him down. At least it's a calm, nice conversation. Uh. 
Oh, but but what it is, he gets so dopey that either he sleeps too late and then he gets confused because it's too late in the day. He likes to get up early and you can't rouse him from his sleep and oh. so they had to cut him back on it. You know, you got to give oh, him. So here's the, the trick. Medication was making him sleep. Yeah. Well, here's uh. the trick. You got to give him enough so he's not batshit crazy, but you got to give him uh, uh, not too much or else he sleeps all day and gets confused. Right. So that's all going on. Mom. And my mother, she stopped caring about him. She's like, you know, she's just, it's every man for himself over there. Wait, are they in different rooms or do they yeah. ever spend any time rooms. together now? No, I got them a two bedroom. They got, they got separate bedrooms. I see. They see each other occasionally. They pass in the hall. Yeah. Yeah. And then my mother will go, Ben, I love you. And he goes, thank you. You know, he, he doesn't say I never, love you too. I realize <laughs> who's that lady talking to me. <laughs> he won't say it to her either. Wow! See, you like, thought I it was just th- you. I thought it was just me. It was kind of revealing. It was like, man, Ben, I love you. Okay, that's nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like a madhouse. So now my mom, we said we're just going to send you egg drop soup every day. No, don't send me the food every day. It's too much food. Now when she, she, oh, the other day she wanted spaghetti, right? So she goes, yeah. Beth, Beth, do you have a pen? <laughs> Tell Ray I have a Beth. Tell Ray I have a pen. Beth, <laughs> I have a pen. Beth, do, does she have a pen? She said she has a What? She said she has a pen, Mrs. She said she (laughs) It's like, it's fucking, we get the call. It's like, I want to hang up. It's crazy shit. Like, my mom can't figure out that we can hear her. Can you hear me? Will somebody please tell her she, you guys don't have a hearing problem. (laughs) We told her, but it doesn't matter. She's like an air raid siren. Beth, do you hear me? Yes, we hear you. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that terrible uh, siren that you'd hear in the Anne Frank movie. Yeah. A- and every time you hear it, you'd crawl <laughs> under the bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it meant the Nazis were coming. So we know it's going to be something going on. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. So you finally get into some sort of rhythm. And my, my, the other day, my mom wanted spaghetti, which was good. You know, she wants spaghetti. She's requesting food. That's great. Ben wants spaghetti with marinara sauce. <laughs> okay, Ray. What did she say? Did she get spaghetti? <laughs> She's like, I, so <laughs> my, my throat hurts doing you, this, but it's worth it. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> no, I got to I gotta jump out a window. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's not the one Robin was talking about, but keep looking. All right. So, uh, it's like she's stuck in a well. You know when those people fall down a well and they're, man. Oh, yeah. 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 So she wanted spaghetti. And until we got to what was going on, she went, 
Don't get me a big portion. So Beth goes, well, they it's DoorDash. They we call the rest. You know, they they get they get one portion. Yeah, they get a portion, so, whatever the portion I go, is. I go to Beth. Give me the phone. Mom. Oh, Zach. <laughs> it's Howard. Who is it? Can you hear me? It's Howard. The aide goes, it's Howard, your son. Howard, don't get me a lot of spaghetti. I want a little bit. I go, tell her that the spaghetti, don't eat so much or Put it in the refrigerator. You could have it later. What did he say? The spaghetti. He says the spaghetti. He did. He got spaghetti. I don't want so much. Oh, it's like oh, it's boy. like it's like negotiating with kidnappers. Oh, well, we want twenty problems. million dollars in small bills. Right. But look at the problems you're spending hours trying to solve. These oh, are very Robin. simple problems. Like I said to her, and, and, and Beth, put a little on your plate. <laughs> and then when a lot comes, oh, so then the doctor calls us and says, listen, you know, two weeks ago, she was almost dead because she wouldn't eat. We right. were literally calling the funeral home. And uh, all of a sudden she revived. And I said to her, eat whatever you want. Turned out she likes egg drop soup. She OD'd on egg drop soup. The doctor <laughs> called. She's got a demon. Her legs are swollen because what? she's eating so much salt. There's so much salt in egg drop soup. My mother goes, Beth, I want egg drop soup. So Beth's like, do you think I should get it for her? I go, Mom, listen to me. Do they have, get me salt-free egg drop soup? <laughs> I go, there's no such thing as salt-free egg. <laughs> Where salt am I going to get that? Egg drop soup. Yeah. Yeah. Salt is egg drop <laughs> <laughs> Why did he say that? That that concept took fifteen minutes. <laughs> Why did he say, Mrs. Stern? There is no. I don't understand. That, that, so the aide finally explains to her that there's, you know, sodium in it. Can you get me low sodium and drop some? <laughs> and I go, Mom, Mom. What? What's he saying? Ma, he said, Mom. What? I can't hear you. I'm telling you that just don't eat egg drop soup once a day. Not what did you say? I'm, I'm saying eat egg drop soup once a day, not three times. A I can't hear him. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> then in the background, my like, uh, 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 he's coming to get me. They're coming to get me. Stay in the room with me. I can't hear how and about that drop soap. Uh, uh, uh. It's like it's like what the fuck. So is somebody taking your dad to the dining room? No, no, they deliver the food up. They they bring the food up to yeah, him. He's eating his lunch. Thank God he eats the lunch. Yeah, you can have whatever you want. My mother, the food isn't good enough for her. And that, so the doctor calls me and says, listen, your mother's got blown up legs. I go, who cares at this point? Let her blow up our legs. She's, 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 let her enjoy some food. Yeah, she's but then she'll, she'll, well, you know, you won't be able to walk. It's a strain right, on I, her heart. He explained it to me hard and the fucking walking. Right, and I right, go, right. all right, all right. <laughs> I want egg drop soup, low sodium. 
Mom, I can't get that. Just eat one bowl a day. Limit your... What? I'm trying to tell her to limit it to salt intake. Right. What? What? <laughs> I mean, the woman was half dead, you know. Now, now she's, what she's eating is killing her. Yeah, you know, yeah. They go to the doctor goes, I think she's hitting the potato chips too much. I go, no, it's <laughs> egg drop soup. He goes, egg drop soup? Who eats egg drop soup so much? I go, that's her. On the death certificate, they're going to write egg drop soup is cause of death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then, then it's just like the whole weekend. It was like. Um, but that's what I'm saying. These dad, are simple things, but they're calling you as if. Yeah. You're trying and to it, negotiate the end of the Russian war. Yeah, and, I, I, and there's no one to help us. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I could settle the Ukrainian problem, right? You know, with the, with Russia <laughs> easier than I can communicating with my mother about egg drop soup. <laughs> and then when the spaghetti comes, it was good, but it's too much. Uh, Don't get so much. Mom, I can't control the portion of the, what did he say? He's saying they send one. What did he say? I can't hear him. He's trying to tell you. Tell my mother that. Why can't hear him? What is he saying? Mom, aid, can you tell her for me that the egg drop soup comes in one thing and so does spaghetti. It's one thing that we order it. They can't hear anything. Don't send me so much spaghetti. I'm going to say something here. No, you're not involved. Why did they bring her the the whole portion? Why? Exactly. I said to the just get (laughs) the soup, put it in a bowl, but give her half the the bowl. She don't need to know. She's not getting out of bed. Right. Oh, my dad's like, you know, then then all of a sudden they talk. They started to talk the other day about getting three aids at a time. I said, listen. That's it. Two aids. That's it. One for the phone and one for everything yeah, else. I mean, my God. <laughs> well, then, because the, the dilemma was they couldn't get my father out of bed because they had him so doped up. Yeah. I said, the answer in three aids, you get t- two aids. That's it. And and uh, uh, and just give him less drugs. So let him walk around a little fucking crazy. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a madhouse over there, running an insane asylum. But she doesn't say, let me go sit with my husband. No, no, no. She's checked out of that business. She retired (laughs) a long time ago from that. She's done with that. She did. I saw her trying to be. Everything together. I saw her being a little romantic with him. Man, I love you. Well, it's good. He's what now like the high school boy she can't get. Yeah, She's mooning yeah. over him. And he's what a like, romance. So what? Because <laughs> I even, I, I tried again. I figured with his craziness, surely with the fact that I'm paying and taking care of him nonstop, I'll get a little love from this fucking guy. Well, I go, <laughs> Dad, I love you. Good. All right. I know you do. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy over there. Well, for a while, they couldn't get him out of bed because of the drugs. I said, well, then give him less drugs. So they did. And drug him earlier in the day. So that's what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So, so we'll get to bed early. 
Jeez. Did you ever real? I mean, you you certainly, you know, your dad wasn't a big drinker. He wasn't. Uh, no. He didn't overdo anything. No. And now guess what? It totally caused him to live drugs. A, it caused <laughs> all of his good living caused him, you know, he quit smoking cigars and pipes. He never drank. And now it's it's brought him this very, very old age that is miserable. Yeah. You know, that's what you get. You want it. You want to stay healthy so you can live, but then you live and then you go batshit fucking then crazy. You're miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it should work out that way. I know. So sad. I'm really sad about it. It's affecting my yeah. health now. I'm starting to walk around with uh, back pain, which is caused uh, by here stress. You go. And yeah. I'm, 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 listen, it's all on my head. You know, it's not, uh, I, I didn't know I'd grow up and I'm an old man and, uh, I didn't realize I have to save up for, not for my old age, for their old age. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, I have two infants, you know, everything. Yeah. They, they don't do anything. They need babysitters. They need, you know, it's, it's crazy. I'm telling you, man. Is there no joy in Mudville? I don't know where Mudville is, but if they got my situation, they don't have any joy. I'll tell you that. I never been to Mudville, but I. And then I get crazy. I go, well, you know, if there was justice, my parents stuck me in a community where I got the shit beaten out of me every day. I should stick them in one of those fucking homes where find the worst one and let them sit there and say, hey, here you go. Now you'll go through what I went through. My dad used to be vicious to me. He would be, be like. You know, as a little boy, I didn't understand stuff. So if I asked him a question, you're stupid, you're a moron. Don't do what kind of moron are you, you dope? And I feel like going and saying to him, but I'm not mean, you know, I'm a good guy. Like my father now doesn't understand anything. So I should just sit there and go, you know, you're a fucking idiot. You're a moron. The people are talking me in my room. Uh, <laughs> you're an idiot, you stupid ass. Well, well, don't you see there's nobody here, you dummy? I need a psychiatrist. Here's my fist. That's a psychiatrist. That's what my father used to say to me, so. I should be like him. I'm going to be like you, dad. You know, I'm going to be like you. I'm glad you bring it here and not to your father. Yeah, no, I'm a sucker. I feel bad for them. Well, of course you do. Yeah, I'm a compassionate. That means you have compassion. I know. I'm not mean. Like when I see my dad struggling like that, I don't go, you're a fucking moron. This stupid ass. They don't even understand anything. Well, yeah, I'm five. <laughs> Fuck what I understand what you're asking me. That's what you're here for. You're supposed to take joy in teaching me that. But if I was, if I was like him, forget it. Be like, where's my lunch? Shut up, you moron. Get your own lunch. <laughs> fucking moron. You know, I was going to call Idiot. you this weekend and I just never got around to it to, because I was thinking about you and Good you thing know, you didn't. saying that, you know, you don't, you should be treating them like they treated you. Oh, but, you know, when God. you get to the bottom line of it, you love your parents no matter what messes they were. Yeah. 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 I feel bad for them. I, I want to take care of them, but I do get resentful when I think about my own situation. Well, yeah, you're comparing in. the two, but you can't, you can't live with yourself doing that. You know what it felt like to be you. I'd go to school, get attacked. 
because I was white. I go to, or maybe just because I'm a douche, but in any case, I lived in an all-black community. And then I go to class, and every class had a different bully in it who would either shake me down for money, try to steal my pants, or start just punch me in the face. And then when I got out of school, I had to make it home. And then I get attacked um, for my baseball glove from uh, nine kids, you know, who, who descended upon me. And then if I made it in my home, I stayed in my home all day because I was afraid to leave. Now, if I was into justice, I take my mom and dad and find the worst community center kind of facility, stick them in it and let them deal with it. But I'm a good guy. I would find a And how would you look at yourself in the mirror after you came away from beating up two old well, people? How did they look themselves in the mirror when their they little boy was getting the shit way. beaten out they of them every day? They did not see it that way. They thought they were taking care of you. You exaggerate. You didn't get <laughs> beaten every day. <laughs> Maybe occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> so you came home without pants. Uh, What's the big deal? <laughs> where's your pants? Yeah, that's where I drew the line. I stood up for myself. I told the guy, you're not getting my pants and you're going to have to film me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not walking around my what underwear. What kind of lunatics were you going to school with? Uh, you didn't know. You don't know. You you had such a great upbringing. That, uh... I had a great upbringing. Don't get crazy <laughs> now. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah. I saw you. You came home with your pants. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm a good guy, and I care about them, and I feel bad for them. And, you know, I tend to focus well, on Well, just accept that you love them. I do. I love my mommy and daddy. Yeah. You know? Oh, so I help. Help. I'm their whole life. Without me, I'm their tit. <laughs> well, you it, always wanted their undivided attention. <laughs> you know what? I The imagery that comes to my mind, I always feel like, you ever seen vampire movies when the vampires keep a body alive just barely and they suck the blood a little bit every day? Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's how I feel. Wait that's a minute. Wonderful. Who's the vampire? <laughs> Who do you think? Figure it out. You're a psychiatrist. <laughs> the world is a vampire. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know, my mother, the, doing impressions of my mother has paid off in the phony phone call world. Oh, yeah? I should tell you that. Yeah, I could. Uh, I could See, turn there's into, something good coming out of this. There you go. Um, the strangest Internet radio show we prank call is a new age spiritual program hosted by a woman named Tara and oh, her really? counterpart, Mother. Tara. You know this. You know the one where... Um, Tara's like an old lady, and she talks to Mother, but Mother seems to be a dude. Oh, I, we haven't talked to them in a while. Okay. It's like, um, and then I know, and she goes, yeah. Mother, yes, Mother, <laughs> and it's clearly a dude. I don't know what's going on, but they believe aliens run our planet, and their oh, show is essential. they're just not visiting. They run the planet. Okay. Well, the aliens run the planet, and their show, their radio show, is essential to restoring balance to our galaxy. <laughs> I think Mother's a man. I might be wrong. But he sounds like someone on the Adams family. Here, 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 here's just so you get a taste of the show. You'll yeah. remember. Here, this is, a, this is an old clip. And we will say 
That's it is with great dignity and honor we have many reptilian brothers and sisters on our crafts throughout the fleets. It is this ancient story that has come to an end. Always something else, Mother. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One time, if you remember, Robin, we called Mother as grandmother and great-grandmother. And that worked out pretty well, if you remember this call. Mother, meet grandmother. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, Mother. No, you can finish. Come on. You sound really fucking hot. Pardon? Oh, thank you. You know, Tara, we actually have another person on our show, and no. her name is Great-Great-Grandmother. No. Okay, well, she's on the line now. This is no. Great-Great-Grandmother. Say oh. hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. This is terrible. <laughs> <sighs> I knew that was coming. That man is a very troubled man. Yeah. He's a that very guy doesn't drunk, drop man. mother at all, does yeah. he? He stays no. right in character. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, we made a new prank call. I think you'll like this one. This is, um, we pranked them with uh, drops of me talking about my mother's recent health issues. Uh-huh. It's Mother Stern meeting mother from the radio. And I think uh, right. I'm proud to present this now. Here is Howard's mother calls mother from the mother show. Oh, mother, don't go away. Yes. We have Howard from New York on line one. Hey now. Hello. My mother, she's in pain all the time. Is that she right? gets dressed every day now. She doesn't want to get dressed. She doesn't want to shower. She doesn't want to do anything. So it's it's seeming like she wants to go to the next step. Yeah. I'm trying to tell her to stay alive. Well, you know, there is a point where, what do you think, Mother? I mean, if people are thinking they're ready to go. Who's on the phone? Hey, Mom. Greetings. What is it? My mother's name is Ray. Hello, Ray. Greetings, Ray. This is Mother. Hello. Yes. I want death. Oh. That is up to you. Mom, you got to eat. You're like a car with no fuel in it. I'm okay, gonna tell well. you something. You've been sending me food. Don't send food. What is this? You oh, you, you can drink. Um, you can drink liquids and What's there that? are green drinks like spirulina. Have you ever heard of spirulina? What is it? Spirulina. Have you ever heard of spirulina? Oh. Spirulina. What? Okay. It's a it's um algae. It's a a green algae drink. What's that? Okay, well, Spirulina. S as in Sam, what? P as in Paul, Who? I as in Isis, no. R as in Ronald. No, I don't 
don't want to do that. Well, that's okay. If you don't want to do that, then just... But you got to eat. No, I don't. I was just going to say, go to a health food store. They know a lot about helping people to leave. Believe me. What? What are you, what are you saying? To leave, to to make her Health exit, transition. make her transition and go to the other side. So I'll she die. doesn't have to live here anymore. If, the, what? if she wants to leave, that's okay. Write this down. Fucking nonsense, hippie. Please, let's just keep the language clean. It is a TV show. It's time for us to go now. On uh, in the afternoon. Um, Yes, uh, we don't watch TV uh, in in that way, and I it's don't time. hear anything. Uh, Get a piece of paper to no, write no, it no, down. Probably be on our way. Do you have a piece of paper? Cut this person off. No, yeah. no. I'm in charge. Doug. <laughs> no, okay, please. <laughs> oh my. Oh, boy. This is not what Admiral Sananda Kumara taught. Nope. Indeed, it's not, Mother. No, this is our wayward children. <sighs> An inherent evil that comes with that. This is an absolutely profound energy in this time, everybody. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. Oh, mother. <laughs> All I know is my my mother, that mother on the radio is no match for my mother. She no, wears anything. No, no, no. Right? Five minutes in, they wanted to kill her. They said, take her to the health food. Let me tell you something. I was like, look at you. <laughs> you sit there and endure. They were ready to get out of there in five minutes. By the way, what health food store is killing people? I, I was going to say, you name. mean you can go to the health food store and get something to <laughs> oh, kill <no>. yourself? <laughs> you can go in five minutes to the health food store and they'll kill your mother. Believe me, they've got stuff there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell do they have over there? What are they selling at the health food store? I haven't been to a health food store I'm in a while. I'm going to the health food store today to check this out. But even that mother character was freaked out. It's like, uh-oh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I think mother's um Mother didn't know what to say. I think mother's here. Reading. Yeah. Reading. Mother, wait for me to open the door. What is it? <laughs> ah, there you are. Hi hi mother. <laughs> Listen to me. You are a fabulous. Uh, I love your radio show. It's fantastic. What? What's when that? did you? <laughs> when did you get mother? When did you get into radio? You're terrific. <laughs> you, you mentioned that you go to a health food store and they kill you at the health food. Where? Where is the suicide aisle? <laughs> Now, I don't mean to insult you, but are you a man or a woman, mother? We are mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I'm a fan. I, I can't imagine what mother looks like. Mother, you got a great radio voice, I got to tell you. You want to hear my vocal warm up? Yeah, let me yes. hear your vocal warm up, yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Mother. Thank you. That's Mother. Wow. She's like uh, talk, a- acting as if she has a large audience. I'm like, aren't these two talking to each other? <laughs> hi, hi, Pitch. Hey, how, how are you? All right, what's up? I have a question. So you want me to egg drop soup, right? I love egg drop soup so much. I order two a day. Right. So I want to ask you a question. You said your parents need help. Do you want me to take care of your parents for you? Yes. You know what? I there's the answer. That's the answer. I'm going to send high pitch over there and let how him do you, take care How of long them. do you think high pitch will last? Oh, uh, uh, he would be terrific with them. I'm telling you. But <laughs> at this point, because, because I can get your mom drop soup every day before I come there. No, I, Eric, actually, that's very sweet of you, but I, I get my mom egg drop soup. She just can't eat so much of it because of its high salt content. You understand? But, but the Chinese restaurant have, has, does have low sodium by where I live. Oh, they do? She doesn't need low sodium. She needs not to be drinking so much egg drop soup. I should send well, my pitch over to take care of my parents. Now, that would be something because uh, didn't he have a cat that scratched out the screen window to escape? I mean, yeah, they, they, a cat yeah. committed suicide uh, on right. his watch, I think. Rather than live with him. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm going to take care of my parents. It's my uh, it's my pleasure to take care of them, Eric. Because every day, you want to know what I do? Every day, I always say a prayer for your parents and I hope you're doing well. Oh, right. that's very sweet. I'm, that's very sweet of you. I, I, and, and, and I know you're considered feeble-minded. I don't think feeble-minded people are allowed to care for anyone. You know what I mean? Right, but yeah. feeble, feeble-minded people don't be robbing in the games, too. That's true. You did <laughs> your, beat her. Your That's cover's right. being blown, Eric. You're going to have <laughs> to go you know. get a real job if you keep this up. <laughs> uh yes all right thank you high pitch what a nice uh, man high pitch eric of volunteering to take care of uh, uh oh, are my you th- kidding you'd have more problems if high pitch was over there <laughs> oh my therapist is on the phone excuse me for a minute hi how are you doctor okay. oh i'm doing great man when you start talking about these parents all i hear is ka-ching! <laughs> i'm gonna start shopping for boats i think <laughs> doctor let me ask you something doctor yeah. are you on a speaker phone uh, no, I'm not. Is, is there something wrong with my phone? I don't know. You have the I worst. I'll buy a new one. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll talk to the doctor later about his phone connection. Because whenever the doctor calls in, no matter who he's impersonating, he's he very sounds difficult. far away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Time for the doctor to retire. Uh, yes, Justin in Vermont. Hey, good morning, Howard. Hey, I've wanted to call in for a long time. Um, I have a compelling argument for, you know, you complain about your father a lot. Um, for somebody who didn't get to grow up with his dad, um, you know, I got good examples why you should be happy about your dad. Um, you know, he took you to work with him, um, took you to the racetrack. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, you know, took you to your All right, there you go. Yeah, you, you pointed out some really good times that I had with my father <laughs> when he yelled at me at the racetrack, when he threw me... Uh, into his work once a year because my mother forced him to take me. You're right. It, those were good times. Thank you for that. He took me everywhere he wanted to go that my mother told him to take me to. <laughs> we had great times. Now, my dad, you know, listen, I told you I love my parents, but uh, they had their issues. 
But as Robin But their issues out, weren't with you. I hope you know that their issues were not with you. That's right, Robin. They paid a lot of money to find that out. Their parents. <laughs> right. They were trying to overcome their childhoods. I'll tell you how bad it was for me. I was jealous because Robin's dad at least tucked her in. I can't oh, say what happened devil. afterwards. But, how uh, dare you? <clears throat> you know, I can't even imagine what you went through because I remember my dad one time checked me for a hernia. So he pulled down my <laughs> pants and they, my dad has no medical you know, training and he's feeling my balls. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like, I dude. I can imagine that wonderful. You know, this is a guy you've had no intimate yeah. or warm yeah. relationship with and now he comes to your bedroom and yeah, says, my mother drop was like, your pants how it says his groin hurts he's probably got a a hernia oh he's got a hernia well did you get that he doesn't know go check him see if he's got a hernia all right I don't know what was going on, but yeah, all I knew how my, were they going to be able to determine if you had a hernia? My pants were down. My dad's hands are on his on my balls, and uh, and he tells me to turn my head and cough. And I go, "Yeah, well, do I do I have a hernia?" He goes, "I don't know." <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know. And I, I was like, "Well, what's the point of you cupping my balls? You're my dad." <laughs> so what you went through, I can't even imagine the, the the just confusion and the horror of it. I mean, oh, uh, it was terrible. It was a nightmare. Sure, yeah. trying to yeah. figure out what was going on. You know, because when you're that age, you don't really know what anybody's doing. You're you're not adult enough no. to know about what? what they're trying to do. So you first, you're trying to figure that out. What a barrel? What did you find? He barely has a penis. <laughs> what? That's right. I found out he's a girl. <laughs> With balls. I just can't even imagine. Why would they take you to a doctor? Why would they subject you? A lot of money. To such humiliation. And then still not have know. an answer. Didn't you have to go to a doctor eventually? That was the least humiliating experience of my life. <laughs> oh, okay. On. I'm telling you, Robin. I'm a fucking mess. I'm a mess. And uh I don't know. I'm I'm you know, I'm stuck in a nightmare. And now you're reliving all of that while this is going on. Thank this you. brings it back, yeah. Yeah. That's right, Robin. It's called a PTSD, I got. But uh, it was nice this weekend. Uh, Beth and I went for a walk. That always straightens me out a little bit. Walking helps. Yeah. Except now I have an enlarged prostate, so I have to pee. I pee two times before I go on my walk. And I don't, you know, I empty what? out completely. You go twice before you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, literally, you're not a man with an enlarged prostate. You're lucky. I, I pee. I empty out. And then right before, like like five seconds later, I go, let me go stand there again. More comes out. Oh. And even with that, we go on our walk for like an hour. I come back. I have to race to the bathroom because I got to pee again. You can't last an hour. Nope. It's like I'm, a, I'm a, like, a, you know, uh, I don't want to say it, but I'm. Uh, it's a mess, you know. 
I was Horrible. reading some stuff this weekend, and it was all about these herbs you can take to oh, stop to to not have such frequent urination and urgency. Hey, you know what? I heard of a guy went to the health food store to get the herbs so he could pee better. <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> he got the wrong eye. I never eye. read that. I only read that you could go to the health food store and kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Take some spirulina or whatever the fuck they were spelling in that phony phone call. <laughs> or something else. I did think Not about spirulina. that, but you will never take anything. I was reading about all these minerals that could be deficient if you have these leg cramps and stuff at night. That's and right. then the prostate thing. There's stuff that you could take at the health food store. They know what they're doing, apparently. They, they, evidently, could, they could cure you or kill you. you whatever you want. <laughs> when you go in, they go... Excuse me, which do you want? You want to die or you want to live? <laughs> you can go to the health food store and you'll be dead <laughs> in five minutes. Where's the aisle with the stuff that can kill you? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. Well, anyway, uh, there's a lot going on. I'm So I'm, you know, everything was driving me crazy this weekend. And, you know, I'm going nuts, but. And don't get me wrong, I'm handling everything. You know me, Robin. I'll handle everything. You can handle it. I know you. I've been in worse situations. I worked at WNBC Radio. You can survive that. They prepared that. you for anything. I want to thank Dr. I want to thank my Dr. Pig Virus who uh, prepared <laughs> me for life. That guy put me through. No one could survive. No, you t you know, I, I laugh when I read people talking about, oh, the, the workplace is toxic. I go, you don't even know fucking toxic. Toxic? Toxic. Toxic. We couldn't even breathe in that place. No. We had to wear masks. Oh. But uh, pig virus prepared me for much, much worse in life. But That's um, I'll tell you, you know, it was crazy. I was, um, Beth was reading the paper and uh, they were writing about the headline was which celebrities support Johnny Depp and which celebrities support Amber Heard. Oh, and uh, she goes. You got to see this article. I think it was in the New York Post, and it said um, celebrity supporting Johnny Depp, Chris Rock, Ireland Baldwin, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, Jennifer Aniston. I go, oh, okay. Um, hmm. And then it says, who's supporting Amber Heard? Howard Stern. What? I was. I was the only one supporting her. <laughs> You get on that list. Oh, and Ellen Barkin. Now, yes, because Ellen is going to testify, I heard. Yes. But she's testifying for Johnny Depp, I think. No, well, I no, no. Know. She used to be his girlfriend. Oh, oh. And she's going to talk about him once throwing a phone or something. I, I oh, oh, I see. read a little brief thing about what she had to contribute. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know I'm supporting Amber Heard. How did they get that out of what you said? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You never said, I support Amber Heard. You said neither By the one way, of these people is, yeah. you know, purporting their, or comporting themselves well. I mean, I was happy to be mentioned in the article with such prominent people, but... Uh, yeah, but it, once again, you are on the wrong side. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, between they, Zelensky and Putin... Who, what celebrities are for Putin? They get your I name and put it down there. I, I, I'm for Zelensky. And I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm not for, I'm not for Johnny Depp, but I'm not for Amber Heard. I'm, you know, I did see some of Johnny's testimony. I thought it was humorous. 
uh, I see. I can. I can. But it doesn't mean I support Amber Heard because yeah, just, isn't but, everybody goofing on Johnny Depp's testimony? Um, yeah, I think so. But anyway, it's fine. I mean, I, it's not the end of the world. But you know, I really haven't taken. But you know, sides I have to go out, and Beth has to go out, and now yeah. we're labeled. <laughs> yeah, friends of Amber Heard. I don't. I would. I'm afraid of her. I'm afraid of him. I'm afraid of the whole thing. <laughs> You know, the only the only one in that trial I feel bad for is the dog who got blamed for shitting in the bed. The two teacup, whatever they are, terriers. Yeah, teacup Yorkies. Yorkies. Teacup right. tea Yorkies. However, that accent. <laughs> they are teacup Yorkies, Your Honor. Your, your Honor. <laughs> the, the, the grumpy that was dropped in my bed was from a teacup Yorkie. <laughs> <laughs> He's and got just the like weirdest... you say about your dad, where's yeah. he from? Right. And now say about Johnny hey, where's he from? He's got teacup yucky. <laughs> my wife shit in the bed. <laughs> um, yeah. What a tea. But anyway, I not as many celebrities have come to Heard's defense, but Howard Stern, Stern did not hold back in blasting Depp for his overacting at the trial. Well, I did. I did. Overacting right, I did, but... is not agreeing that she was a victim of abuse yeah and she hadn't testified yet she's doing her own bit of acting up there yeah what i was commenting on is that johnny depp is a narcissist because it was his idea to put this on tv yeah why would you do that you look ridiculous but it seems to be working out for him i saw a video of him entering the courtroom and there are people screaming for him. They said it's more like him walking the red carpet than going mm. into a court case. Yeah, I mean, I but I don't know who's telling the truth in that case. I mean, if I was a jurist, they'd have to excuse me because my head would explode while I'm sitting there. Is that a jury? Did we ever find out? Is that a jury no, trial or just? Is it a jury? Wait a minute. I'm getting confused now. I think it's a jury. You know why I'm going to say that? Yes, I think, I think so. Because read... Johnny's looking over at them all the time. And they instructed, now I remember, they instructed the yeah. jury that they could go home while they took a break, but don't read anything about the trial, which, you know. How are you going to do that? If you open a paper, that's all you're going to see. Exactly. No one listens to that. You know, we've got a Congress now where fellow congressmen say, I'm not listening to Congress. You think anyone <laughs> is on a jury is listening to the judge? Nobody listens to anyone anymore. There well, once complete... you see the the leak of the Supreme Court documents, you're like, well, they're all wacky, too. I'm not going to listen to judges anymore. I have learned one thing from Trump. If I ever get in trouble, I'm going to go, fuck you. I'm not showing up. Yeah. Go figure it out. There's complete lawlessness now. I feel that that now Congress subpoenas you and you just go, fuck you. And, and nothing happens. They don't know what to it do about it. It used to be that you showed up and you said you didn't remember anything, but you showed up. No. <laughs> you don't show up now. You don't even you don't even show up. You just you go, don't okay. even bother to go there to lie. Yeah. Fantastic. You just say fuck you. you grumpy dumpling. What did he call that? That. Uh, she dropped a grumpy. A grumpy dumpling. And they were making a, a wonderful point of just how funny it was 
that um, I thought that some human being had actually dropped a uh, <clears throat> grumpy, pardon the term, onto the bed. And they were yakking, they were yucking it up, they were laughing about the whole thing. And that is gross. I've never had a woman be so passionate about me that she wanted to drop a grumpy in my bed. Uh, that's some crazy passion. Who would even passion. think of it? I mean, no. you've had people angry at you, but who would think oh, of it? Oh, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> like cutting a horse's head off and sticking it in your bed is more reasonable than dropping a grumpy. Right, yeah. You'd come up I, with that before <coughs> dropping a grumpy. Robin, excuse me, but <coughs> pardon the expression, dropping a grumpy in my bed. And they were yucking it up. <coughs> who were these the people who were yucking it up? Yeah, like there was an audience evidently when the grumpy was. <laughs> Is he what goes by on? an audience? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Depp, excuse me, I don't understand what you mean by dropping a grumpy. Let me put it this way, Your Honor. <clears throat> she dropped him all seven dwarves in my bed. <laughs> what? I don't want to say certain words. That could uh, make me look as if I was coarse with the jury. But uh, she dropped, um, how do I say this? She dropped a grumpy dumpy, a grumpy dumpy, or, or Lincoln. She, oh, she dropped a Lincoln log in my bed and they <laughs> sat They stood around and yucked it up. I still don't understand, Mr. Depp. Well, let me put it this way. She cut rust. Uh, <laughs> In my bedroom. Hmm. We're having trouble. Can you just say what it is? Let me put it this way, Your Honor. Little Debbie Swiss rolls were in my bed. Hmm. <laughs> she took the bed to Brown Town, Your Honor. I see. <laughs> hey, yeah, Tim, you're on the. Uh, you're on the air. Hello? What's going on over there? Yeah. I don't know. Hello? Are you guys for Tim? Yeah, Tim, you, you got a weird hey, phone, I, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, All right, sorry, no, let, fine. let me get off the uh, earpods. All set? That's it. These fucking okay. earpods drive me crazy. As a I'm radio sorry, host, I'll get it out right now. I wanted, let me let me address uh, Tim Cook and the team at Apple. You guys got to you got to you got to stop selling AirPods, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. All right, go Sorry ahead, Tim. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you about your your father's situation there. Um, you know, I have a, a weird situation with my father. Not very close. I haven't talked to them in about seven, eight years. Um, they have two grandkids. Hmm, they don't there's know. an idea. I should have done that. <laughs> well, you would still be taking care of them, Howard. It, they, I know. It, it eventually come back to you. Yeah, it'd be embarrassing because the papers would get out. They say Howard Stern's parents live in a um a, a, in a um homeless shelter. And uh, he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, well, I just yeah. kind of wanted to know your thoughts. Is uh, you know, I haven't talked to them in seven, eight, eight years, like I said, and just because they they lied to me and my sisters pretty much all our lives about the paternity of my oldest sister, which caused you know tons of lies throughout our life, and they've never like been accountable or sorry, and I've just cut them out of my life, you know, and. It's, 
makes me that look. Doesn't bad sound so bad it. compared to my parents. I mean, what what oh. your parents lie about? Your your older sister? What she? Your dad fucked someone else, and then they took the baby in. No, my mom. I mean, when she was very young, she had a affair with a married man and got pregnant, and that's they did so the whole. Well, so no, was it was it was everything deal? after. No, that's not. Yeah, the what do deal. you care? Don't, don't get me wrong. It was everything after. So they they moved. They left town. They were trying to hide everything. They didn't tell any of us through our lives, and they were very secretive. Um, yeah. And so we oh, weren't able to. So what really happened was, my father kind of took that role for my older sister, and you know he really loved his first child, which was the middle child, my my other sister, and it really showed. Gave my oldest sister real complex daddy issues. Um, he said comments to her about her weight. She was. Bulimic for many years. All right, all right, all right. So you stopped talking to your parents seven years ago. All right, so there you go. Yeah. What do you want me to do? All right, you know, so, I let mean, me tell you something. Be a bad guy? No, listen, you know, we've all been indoctrinated that um, you must honor thy mother and father. Yes, But exactly. I've read That's many stories. Say. Yeah, and so it's a whole guilt trip. Your parents have to still treat you the right way if you're going to honor them. I mean, it's a two-way street. It's That's right. Street. And, hey, uh, yeah, you might be honoring sorry. them by staying away. Yeah. How about well, honoring your sorry. mother and father? How about honoring your child and uh, treating yeah. them like a human being? Yeah, what about but that? People kind of think you're a dick when you don't talk to your parents. And yeah, well, you know, it's like what's wrong but with you? But they didn't you, you live know? your life. They didn't live your life. They don't know what you went through. Yeah. No, I feel that. I, I really would. And before this, I had a bad relationship with my dad, kind of like yours, Howard. Very. You know, not loving at all. You know, he was a well. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I remember reading. I think it was the story of Bob Dylan. This fucking guy hated where he grew up. I don't know what went down, but he was living in Minnesota. And as soon as he turned, uh, you know, old enough to leave the house, he split, went to Manhattan, changed his name from Robert Zimmerman to Bob Dylan, and said goodbye to that old life and said, "That's it. I'm not in touch with any of you suckers." And yeah, you know what? Yeah. People have done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. You know, if, if, if he wasn't treated right for some reason in Minnesota, that's it. You know what? It, it, not everyone yeah. has to be in touch for the rest of their lives. You got to earn that. And I feel bad. I was thinking kids, the other day, Howard, that, uh, just as I was now about to go away when I was growing up, you know, I couldn't wait to get out of that house. I was like, once I turn 18 and I'm off to college, that's it. And I walk into the kitchen one day. It's like a couple of weeks away. I walk into the kitchen. My father's sitting there and he's crying. Mm. And I said, what's wrong with you? And yeah. then he goes, please don't leave and never come back. No, I, and I wow. said to myself, like, well, if that's the way you feel, you should have been nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Robin, I commend yeah. you. I mean, you are... <laughs> Unbelievable! With all the, an angel, uh, Tim, an angel. You are, and also, just by the way, while I have you, you're singing. How did they get you to sing all those songs? So committed. I, I haven't been on serious for the past five years, so I <laughs> well, Robin. It, no, after man. she sang those songs, they had her committed uh, for many years. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, how did I not get committed? No, I was committed. <laughs> I laugh my ass off every time. It's, it's right. awesome. Thank you, Tim. Enough. Go ignore your parents. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, yeah.
Nah, you know, I'm taking care of my folks the best I can. And believe me, I'm doing a good job of it. But uh, it's trying. It's it's hard. You know, I, either that or my, my parents would be homeless. And then you would read in the newspaper, Howard Stern's nude father terrorizes Times oh, Square. Oh, you know what would happen? You'd be hounded anywhere yeah. you went. And it would be, look at his lavish lifestyle. Look right, at him going right. to a great restaurant. Look at right. him doing this or that. And and then they'd have the picture of your mom sitting, you know, under a subway. <laughs> you know? You better get me a drop soup or I'm calling the newspapers. <laughs> Because uh, I see that when, you know, some stars, yeah. you know, they're, they're estranged from their families or whatever. And then they, yeah. you know, it all comes out in the paper like that. And it's like, you don't know what these people went through. Everybody wants to love their family. So if they don't, you just have to imagine that there's a good reason for it. Howard Stern denies his mother low-sodium egg drop soup. More to follow on the news. <laughs> well, they would sit there and go, we brought her. Yeah, Look at her yeah. lapping up the egg drops. <laughs> 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 nah, but it really is a sad situation. I, I got to tell you, it, you know, I think it about old age. You know, if you happen to live into your 90s, I'm not sure how much of a blessing it is if, if this is what it is. I mean... Uh, well, for some reason, Crazy. Howard, this past weekend, I saw a lot of clips of 100-year-old people who are really? fine. Really? Great. I mean, if that's the case, then great. But, geez, what my parents are going through, I just feel bad for them. It's, uh, it isn't fun. Yeah, I think those 100-year-old people are rare, mm -hmm. you know? That, you know, somebody who's, you know, still got all the marbles, they they even go to, some of them go to work every day. All kinds of uh, wacky stories about people of that advanced age who get along fine, live by themselves, the whole thing. Hey, Rooster. Yes, sir. Rooster, you're on, you're on the air. Howard, I had my entire call planned out. I mean, I don't hardly nothing make me slip my mind. But this whole mother spaceship thing, I am so glad these people don't work for hospice. If these people worked for hospice, it would be like, uh, oh, you want to go? Drink this juice. You'll be out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going but, right to the health food store. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been to the health food store when I was on my weight journey to lose weight, but never have I seen the Oh, if you're ready to go to the other world, aisle nine. <laughs> but yeah. no. All right, Rooster, what can I do for you? This is this is it. I ran into a gentleman yesterday, and I say that with the utmost disrespect. This was an officer. Now, being a fellow officer, I thought we had mutual understanding. I drove into a speed trap, and when I called the cop on it, and I wasn't even speeding. It was 45 and, a, and a, probably a 40. And I, I told the officer, I said, this is obviously uh, a speed trap. There's a curve right there. If I was maintaining that speed, I would run into the curve. And obviously, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to do that. And I think the dude was just about ready to get to just give me a warning and let me go. And I told him, I said, this feels real weird. Out of 20 years of being a Department of Correction officer, I've never been pulled over. He said, oh, I, I feel sorry for you as a correction officer. He, and then he gave me a ticket for doing 45 and a 40 
a no seatbelt ticket, and then he gave me a ticket because my driver license, did, the address on my driver license didn't match the address on my registration. So just because that was a correction, let me ask you something. Correction, you mean to tell me a fellow officer gave you a ticket? Yes. Now, granted, wow. as an officer, I don't think I deserve no special treatment. No. I mean, if I was doing 80 and a 50, then, yeah, you deserve Dude, to Let me tell you something. I know officers, if you had killed someone, they'd give you a warning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fellow officers it, don't, don't uh, give each don't other speeding tickets. Like Dude, nope. you got completely let, let, disrespected. Let me be uh, the the reasonable person here. Go ahead. What do yes, you want to say? officers do give uh, other no. officers tickets no, from don't. time to time. Never. Well, Stop it's, it. it's Never. Just the severity of the situation. Going five I, I miles. And uh-huh. when you are not in compliance, you can get a ticket. Dude, you must have met. The head of the Dead Cub Scouts of the or year. something. <laughs> yeah, you met you met you met uh you know the guy from uh, Dragnet. Uh, what was that guy's name? <laughs> Old TV show. Uh, fucking, you met Goody Two Shoes Officer Sergeant Listen. Friday. Yeah. Wasn't that yeah, you met Sergeant him? Friday. <laughs> Just the facts, well, Rooster. Well, Just I the facts. I, met, I think I met the guy who was bullied through high school. Yep. And 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 never grew into his manhood. And then he finally scored a, a, a good score, and he, he's a cop now. Now he's going to ride around. and cause I Rooster. What the- Rooster, there's something about you. I don't know one cop ever got a speeding ticket from another cop. And I know but guys. I don't know every cop, first of all. Excuse me, I all, do. Why is Rooster doing so much talking? That's part of the problem. No, Rooster. I'm going to tell you what doing Rooster so much talking. Rooster. Rooster. <laughs> You pro- yes, the guy pulled you over. You go, oh, hey, officer. No. Blah, blah, blah. He tells no, you what he, you did. He didn't pull me over, Howard. When I drove, all right, there's a, you know what S curves are, right? You got a hard curve and then another hard curve. When right. I come up to the curves, I started to slow down. I seen him sitting off on the side. I'm like, okay, you about to get me. You about to pull me over. I pulled over, got on the edge of the road, and turned my vehicle off before he pulled in behind me. I was hmm. already parked before he got behind me. Why would you do that? Because I, by the time I was in the S-curves, I had to slow down to like 25. Yeah, but why would you stop? Because I knew he was going to come over. He, had his, he got ready to cut his lights on, and I was coming from a 45 into a 35. So I knew that I had crossed that sign, and he was sitting right on the edge of the sign. So I was just pulling over. I'm like, if he does get behind me, I'm already parked. So when he got behind me, he got out of his car and he says, I need you to pull up and pull over on the edge of the road. I said, well, if I do that, then you're going to have your dash cam on and it's going to like pulled me over. I said, you never pulled me over. I'm already parked. He said, yeah, but we're out in the the middle of a cane field. He says, yeah, but there's traffic. We got to get off the edge of the road. So when he made me pull up, he cut his lights on. When you cut your lights on, the dash cam automatically comes on. So what the dash cam caught was us rolling and then pulling over, which looked like to, in the dash cam, I rolled through that uh, speed trap, maintaining a speed of 45 when I didn't. So Listen I'm to me. Um, you're missing the point here. <laughs> There's something about you that you got dissed by a fellow cop. Now. If I and was a I cop, think it's all this talking, but right away yeah. he pulls over and says, you didn't pull me over. 
Yeah, I mean, rooster. All you do is say, hey, officer, you know, hey, uh, and you show him your badge, well, you know, or whatever the well, fuck you Robert got. What do you have in your wallet? You ain't got a ticket. Rooster, what do you got in your wallet to prove you're a cop? Oh, I'm not a cop anymore. I'm retired. All right. Yeah, but listen, I know retired cops. I know a ton of them. When they get pulled over, it's obvious. They they open up their wallet. They got some sort of badge or some bullshit or card. Oh, or something. No, yeah. Those are just commissioned. Uh, those I know what you're talking about, but what do you have? You don't have anything that gets you out of a ticket? Nope. You didn't tell him you were not. Instead of doing all that yapping, why don't you go, hey, officer, hey, I'm uh, I'm sergeant. What are you? What's your rank? Former rank. Mine? Yeah. I, I was a colonel. Colonel. So say... Hey, uh, hey, officer, yeah, I'm a colonel in the police department, whatever. I didn't even know they had colonels in the police It was corrections. Department. I didn't well, know colonels. Corrections corrections officer. I was a colonel in a correction officer. Just say, I'm a colonel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> colonel Rooster. Oh, you know about that? <laughs> yeah. She was going to say that one for sure. <laughs> you didn't say, hey, Rooster, you don't go, I'm, I'm retired uh, corrections officer. I'm a colonel. I'm colonel I did. Rooster. And when I said that, he looked at me and he goes, well, I feel sorry for you. That's exactly. Hmm. I told him. I told him. I said I'm retired. Wow. He dissed your he went, well, I'm sorry to hear that. And then he just wrote. <laughs> and then he started to write. Because see, if you move in Louisiana, you got ten days to change the address on your driver's license. Dude. And you I got and I, it. The Wolfie, on my driver's Wolfie, license. what the fuck is going on here? Rooster's a former cop, and he got a ticket from another cop. What's going yeah. on here? You? Yeah. Th this sure. is this is new to me. I I know of. Uh, family members that get pulled over. You just say, oh, my uncle's on the job and they let yep. you go. Like, Rooster Dude, got... I say my uncle's on the job. <laughs> the total, the total I don't know. My, my uncle money. my uncle died 40 years ago. He was on the job. And I just say my uncle was on the job. Oh, yeah, what precinct? They tell him and that's it. It's done. The, yeah, you, you must have rubbed this guy the wrong way. was $481. Man, yeah, you fucked up, Rooster. I Rooster. did. I bought that. I bought them big better, monument. That's for sure. You better go talk to your fellow <laughs> ex officers and say, "What am I doing wrong?" Because I didn't get the Ronnie essential perk. Okay, Ronnie doesn't get tickets, and he's nobody's. Ronnie, you, when you go in Ronnie's car, the entire dashboard is lined up with these fucking PBA cards. I know, you can't even see. He's got so many you stickers and cards. On the back, he's got the uh, police badges. Uh, don't ask what Ronnie's got. Now, All now that bullshit. You, you know the old Smokey the Bear hats, right? The, um, yeah. The, yeah the the, those are a state, state cops. Yeah, state cops. Well, being that I worked for Louisiana State Penitentiary, I had one. It had LSP wrote on it, which is also Louisiana State Police. My yeah. mother, my mother had a Nissan 300ZX, and she was doing 80 in a 55 and got pulled over. When the cop walked up, she had that hat sitting on her back dash. When he walked up, he seen that. All he did was he tapped on the top of the car. He said, "Hey, man," turned around and walked back to his car when he seen that hat. He didn't know Where, she was what the fuck are you doing? What What are you doing? Ronnie, what's I, go will you ever hear anything like this? A guy who's a former cop getting a ticket? No. Nah. Well, I've heard I've heard of it. There used to be a few cops in uh, in the highway unit in Queens that were like that. But uh, oh, come on. That, well, that, stay that, out of they, they even, gave, they even gave a cop's wife a ticket. And, and I mean, it's unheard of most of the time. Uh, but, but this guy talks happen. too much. That's yeah. his problem. Yeah. He talks too much, right? He talks too much. 
Yeah, Ronnie, what, what's your technique when you get pulled over? I know you've talked about this before. I I just I just sit there quietly, comes over to the car, and like Howard said, I used to have this whole, I made up like this whole plaque <laughs> of every PBA <laughs> card that I had, yeah. and it would just it would just sit on the dashboard. Right. And he would walk out most of the time. If I got Ronnie, over, Ronnie got in an accident. He almost got beheaded by his plaque. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 one of those it, badges it, flew off and stuck in his head. The cop, the cop, no, I'm the telling cop, you. The cop Ronnie over. had so many cards and badges, you couldn't even see over the dash. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, they would walk over and they would just look and they would laugh and they would go, slow down, have a nice day. <laughs> right. Oh, this guy. You think I bruised his ego when I called him on it was a speed trap? Yes. And he, he, he got, that probably bruised his ego when I called him on it, and he was like, "Oh, wait. listen, and did he, I have, I, mean, I, I know, I, I know at least." I wouldn't be Rooster. Just listen to me. And calm down. All right. I must <laughs> that's know a, that's his problem right there. Yeah, <laughs> I told him he talks too much. I'm telling you, I got uh, maybe. I'm saying good friends, 10 ex-cops. When I say ex-cops, they're retired. Yeah. And I've been in cars with them. And we get pulled over because they drive like 120,000 miles an hour. They don't care. <laughs> they know they're not getting a ticket. And we, you know, we, anywhere, whenever I drive with these guys, if I'm in their car, wherever I have to be, even if it's like in another state, I'm there in five minutes. <laughs> it's like being in a rocket ship. <laughs> and we've been pulled over and they just pull up they roll down the window i don't know what goes down they look at each other a certain way and that's it yeah. go, okay go ahead yeah. and you know slow you down that look they have a you gotta have the look what yeah. the fuck you're doing i wasn't there but i wish i had tape of it i'd love to see how you fucked this up <laughs> i think i called him on the fact that it was a speed trap and that i was uh, already pulled over and stopped and it went right. downhill. It, it was going good till I told him. I said, "Man, I said I was a retired correction officer," and then all of a sudden, it's like <laughs> you know, I couldn't be one of those. So I'm gonna give you a ticket. Hey, well, Rooster, I, Rooster, I, I wondered with you if maybe he thought something was going on with you. Like I know you've been talking a lot about your weight loss journey recently. I yeah. saw a picture of you on Instagram this weekend, and it worried me. Howard, you should see what's going on with him. What? I saw a picture of Rooster too. I didn't want to bring it yeah, up. He's Wolfie, huge, but, dude. I've seen uh, pictures you, also. You know, he, he looks huge. like uh, he ate Uncle Fester. Oh, <laughs> Rooster, you you're what, a big boy. I got a picture. I got a video. You can look at me doing a backflip yesterday in a swimming pool. Well, I got to tell you, Rooster. You what are you see, weighing? You want to see you, that? What do you, you weigh? See, I weigh two eighty. How tall are you? Five five. Yeah, that's what I figured. Oh. Yeah. But I tell you what, I can outrun my son. Go look at my TikTok, Roger Watson Arthur, the top pitcher. I, I downloaded that. I uploaded that video yesterday, uh, last night about 10, 10 o'clock, and I probably got uh, 20,000 views on it already. Here, this guy, Fred, says he knows what you did wrong. What did he do wrong, Fred? Well, he's not it. He's not a peace officer. He's a corrections officer, which is basically just a glorified babysitter. 
Well, Dad, yeah, you say that, but they, he does it. He does it. He doesn't go through the training police officers go through. He isn't certified with a peace officer certificate because if he was, he would have a card. Even being retired, even in Louisiana, the commission that would card. Show. I, know I worked for the sheriff's office, and I bear your pass, and I had a commission card and a correct. And, 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 and when qualified. and when and more training. And we don't have a BB gun when we in the sales with these inmates. We no, don't you have don't. the protection. We don't have all of the protection that y'all have. We still have to be certified with the ass. We have to have it used on us. We have to be certified with mace. We have to have it used on us. We have to be certified with the stun gun, the uh, capture shield. We all have to have that used on us. We have so much psychological training. We have so much hands-on training. And we don't spend this, we don't have the guns y'all have, we don't have the, the protection y'all have, and we're also underpaid than the state police are. Well, Nobody I'm, not a police is officer. I'm not a police officer, so I'm a truck driver. And well, what you should have done, things, <laughs> you don't have, you don't have <laughs> the answer either one. Well, yes, Fred, I, yes, I'll yes, tell I you, do. listen, yes, I, I know, I know I have... a couple of dudes, Fred, let me say, so let me defend you here, Rooster. I know a couple of dudes who are, you know, yeah. they work in prisons. These are tough motherfuckers. Uh, Rooster's yeah. right. They, you know, they don't, they, they, you know, they got to, they're surrounded well, that, by that, dudes who are looking for the angle, if you know what I mean. You angle, know what I mean? Uh, and, I, and, I, and, I under, and I, and I, and I, hold on, your air brakes is on. Hold on. Go check, go, go, go water your air brakes while, while <laughs> corrections officers deal with inmates. Angola <laughs> has one officer with 161 inmates in a dorm, and he's the only one in there. And you know what he has? A radio that was built by the lowest bidder for the state of Louisiana. So that bitch may work or may not work if you get into a bind. Right. So well, I, no, I, I, I understand. understand. You I understand. I, I, no, no, no. Now, let me make my point. I understand that a, a, a corrections officer goes through all that training and all that. But if a, if a peace officer comes up to you, just like if he comes up to me, and says, you did this, this, and this, and I'm going to give you a ticket for not having a seatbelt on and five over in a, in, a zone, in a 40 zone. Take the tickets. Do what I do. Take them to your lawyer and let him deal with them. Now, wait a second, Fred. Now, what relevance does that have with this conversation? Are you exactly. Saying? Don't use Fred. Fred, don't, you're on, you, Fred you, you you've been smelling too much exhaust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been drinking the diesel fluid. Yeah, you know what it is when he fills up that truck, that diesel fluid. That's got a very strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's woozy from the, the price right now. Yeah, he's woozy. Yeah, yeah. Now, no, see, he's not making any sense. Time for Robin to say he talks too much. Right. No, Rooster, listen to me. There's something wrong with what you did, because I got to tell you, I never, ever heard of a fellow cop, even though you were a corrections officer, those guys honor that kind of service. Yeah. You should never have gotten a ticket. Never. I think you did when I called him on, it was up. a speed trap. Yep. I think when I called him on, it was a speed trap. Because, see, if a cop, I, I've also been a cop. For a long time, as I was a corrections officer, too. And state troopers respect that. City cops resent that. Because you're, you're, you're kind of like, uh, 
carrying both shields. Oh. Hold on a second. Oh, Someone's at my door. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the famous doctor now from Six Hundred Pound uh, uh, the show, oh. <laughs> and he wants to you? he wants to talk to Rooster. Go ahead, doctor. How y'all now. doing, Rooster? How you doing, doc? Talk How to much me, you? Doctor now. Ah, shut up. How much you weigh? You talk so much. Where you find time? You're gonna be eating like this. You never shut your mouth, but you open it well, to eat. Well, then I couldn't have been speeding if I weigh so much. My car wouldn't shut have up. went that fast. Shut up! <laughs> they're gonna lock you up. They're gonna lock your mouth too, cause you. Eat. They're gonna write you a ticket for going to drive through every day. You're doing this all the time. I don't go through the drive through every day, doctor. Now I don't. You don't weigh three hundred. 400 pounds not going to drive through every day. Why don't you not talk and do the work and stop eating so much? Yes, son of a... You know it? <laughs> Look, my wife now. is on a low-sodium diet, so I don't have low a... Low-sodium... That's what I eat don't have it. a Nothing low about it. You need low-calorie, low-sodium. <laughs> you nothing but sodium. Your leg gonna blow up like Howard Mother. This just ridiculous. <laughs> Doctor, now, years. no wonder... Doctor, now, no wonder he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. They probably couldn't put it around his waist. Exactly. It would go around my neck. It's not going to fit. You get into a car accident, you're going to be through the windshield and kill six, seven Do- people Dr. this now. way. <laughs> Doctor, now, I went, into, I went into rut when I was about 13 years old. I went into rut. If you know anything about you're gonna go into the grave. You're gonna go to the graveyard. Weight loss journey. You're on a journey to the morgue. What is this you're doing? Your body. You're well, shaped you like what, a wrecking ball. You look like a bloated earthworm. Shut up! Shut up! You speak too much. Just close your mouth. He eats too many roosters. Roosters supposed to eat grain. This guy eats everything that moves. Dip it in grease. I'll eat it. Yeah, right. All right, Doctor. In formaldehyde. Stop it, Doctor. Now, thank you for uh, uh, setting him straight. Thank you. All right, that's Doctor. But yeah, now, if you said... get a chance, Howard, go look at that picture of me doing a successful backflip. Well, let's yeah. get to the real question, Rooster. Are you still losing weight? Yes, I am. Okay. Yep. He says he's losing. I mean, uh, I'm he losing says he good too, and I'm says he outruns his son. Better. How much does your son weigh? That's what <laughs> I, I want. Like, what's know. wrong with his son? <laughs> <laughs> both both my boys are bigger than I am. Not they're taller than me though. Yeah, I see. Uh, uh, Phil is a police officer over thirty years. He wants to weigh in. Pardon the expression on this uh, conversation. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Howard, how are you? Okay. <clears throat> Just wanted to say I'm a police officer in Delaware, uh, and you mentioned that officers don't give other officers uh, traffic tickets. That's well, right. You drive through. If you drive through Virginia. Uh, they don't care if you're on, on the job, wherever you are. Virginia State Police will write you a ticket. Fellow officers, I know several guys mm. I work with, on through there, and they've oh, given them crazy. tickets. For, I never heard yeah. of such a and, thing. In New York, that doesn't go on. No, it does. Howard, yeah, it does. All you know is New York. I've been out Ronnie, there in the world. Our friends have gotten tickets? I don't think so. No, I've I've no I know people who've got tickets and their family have gotten tickets. Mm. Wow. The white well, what's the, the point of being a cop? Yeah. Wow, <laughs> things are really deteriorating out there. <laughs> it's yep. no fun to be a cop anymore. I mean, when your fellow cops are giving you tickets, poor rooster, twenty years on the job and yeah. I gets a ticket. Jesus. What's the world well, coming to? Yeah, well, but I, I don't understand. I don't understand why he doesn't have like 
like when they retire in New York, they get like a retirement card and they still get to keep their badge. I right. don't well, get Ronnie, it. That, I, I still that, got that, my badge, but it's it's in my uh, it's on my desk. I don't have it in my desk. Why is it on your fucking desk, dude? What the fuck? Why is that? Well, when I told the dude that I was a, a retired correction officer, he wrote me a ticket. If he had seen proof of it, he probably would have locked me up. No. <laughs> what you do is, Ronnie will tell you, when the yeah. officer comes over to you and he asks for your registration and license, you open up your wallet and they see that big fucking badge sitting there and they go, what's yeah. that? And you go, oh, I was 20 years a corrections officer and uh, also, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. Well, listen. Yeah, yeah Sheriff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Take it slow, you know. Slow down. Yeah, he broke yeah, protocol. Look here, Sheriff. This is there's unbelievable. A there's a process that he yeah. broke it. He keeps his badge yeah. on his desk. I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when did I, he drive his desk around? Yeah, where's your, de where's your badge? It's at the <laughs> desk. Dry Lisa wants to weigh in. Go ahead, Dry Lisa. Hmm. No Dry Lisa. Okay. No dry. She dried up. She dried up. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is, uh, let me hang up on Dry Lisa and go to Russ. Go ahead, Wait, Russ. Really? Hey, good morning, Howard. How you doing? Uh, Howard, listen, I'm an active cop, uh, New York City. Okay. The problem Thank with you. this guy is, first off, nothing but respect for uh, corrections guys. Appreciate you guys are not cops. Yeah, we appreciate you too. Correction guys are not cops. Whenever you get pulled over by any police officer, don't identify. I'm a cop too. Just say I'm corrections and be humble. You know, be oh well, you know, it's speed traps. It's this. It's that. You're asking for trouble. And right, some cops have no problem writing other cops. Howard, yes, it does happen. It's it's rare, but some dudes just have pet peeves. So, Rooster, worth it a wise, my friend. Just be humble, be cool. Right. You don't, you don't know who you Russ is right. I, Russ I is a cop. I was trying to be funny and be comical like, hey, man, you know, I, I, you know, I, I see your little speed trap. You know, you got me. And You ever meet cops? There's no sense of humor. What are you trying to be funny? What are you, Henny Youngman? <laughs> he's on stage. He's doing jokes. He's doing he, thinks, he thinks he's Dave Chappelle. He's going to point out the speed trap. There's no need for shit. Just say, hey, guys, sorry about that right. hat in hand. Show, you know, if you have a right, retired ID card, you show that. Usually they'll cut you a break. Sometimes you get a prick that will say, ah, well, go ahead. Of course. Hear, anyway, yeah. ticket, yeah, this, this dude will talk about it. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you, Russ. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, officer. <laughs> I mean, my guy. Yes, Maggie, what's on your mind? Hey, Nagwin Howard. How you doing? All right. Good. I just kind of listening and you know to the cop and the corrections officer bicker over letting people off when they get pulled over, and it kind of troubles me that that there's this culture of looking the other way when, of course, you know, it's minor. It's and a horrible thing, <laughs> Maggie. <laughs> listen to me. It is. You point out the truth. It's a horrible yeah. thing that some people get to be above the law, but I'm just pointing out the reality. The yeah, one perk I know, if I was a police, my uncle was a police officer, New York City, retired. Mm -hmm. He never got a ticket. Your fellow officers, <laughs> one thing they do is they, they it's a courtesy. It's like doctors don't charge each other. And it's not right, I, I, but it's the way it is. So Rooster's yeah, the one yeah. cop sits there yeah. and gets his ass in a fucking ticket. $420. <laughs> now, 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 don't get me wrong. I, now, don't get me wrong. I do not think that if I was doing 70 and a 55, that I shouldn't have got a ticket. 
Or right. if I was doing something stupid that I shouldn't have got a ticket. I'm not above the law. But I think that that there's no way that if I'm coming into an S-curve, the speed limit is 45 going down to a 35, and I slow down enough to successfully stop my vehicle. You must have been, Rooster, such a pain. You must have been such a pain in the ass. I got to tell Rooster something right now. When you go to court, keep your mouth shut. You're still yeah. defending this case. And also, Ronnie's right. It's my question, too. Why the hell did you stop? I mean, yeah. no one asked you to pull over. I mean, if the, well, the guy's going to pull him over, dude, the no. guy's going to pull him over. He's going to pull him over no matter what. So why? I knew you, that you, if I stopped. Dude, you pleaded guilty on the spot by pulling <laughs> yeah. over. Well, I knew if I stopped, he didn't have his dash cam on. It was oh, just me all over the He was punching shenanigans from the very moment this uh, started. Ay, ay, ay. Rooster, you're my boy, but Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to instruct I, you here. I, you know, you, I, you I, fucked up. I fucked all right, up here's Brendan. One, Brendan is a retired <laughs> corrections officer. Go ahead, Brendan. Hey, now. Hey, now. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a retired city correction officer here in New York. First of all, we actually have peace officer status, which means you can make an arrest on the street if need be. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I don't know how it is down south. I know some of these it, places. It's the same way we're going to tag team. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying to you, like, there is a different status up here. City yeah. cops up here are usually very respectful. Uh, you know, it does sound like you talk a little bit too much, Rooster, to be honest with you. Uh, I've, been, I've been pulled over by these, uh, you know, by these highway patrol guys on the Belt Parkway. I'm sure you guys, uh, you know, know about these guys, the local guys. Yep. And they have a tough reputation with, you know, with, with their own, with cops and even, uh, you and know, uh, involved, that's right. any law enforcement. But as long as you keep your mouth shut and you keep it moving and you just, you know, everything's respectful. They ab absolutely see the ID card. They say, where did you work? I worked Rikers Island. They usually tell you, slow the fuck down, kid. And they and they keep <laughs> it pushing. That's it. Of course. That's it. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I, of I course. think in the beginning, I sensed this dude was a prick, and I kind of fucked with him a little bit. <laughs> well, you yeah, fucked the, up now, good. Now the truth, the truth <laughs> is coming out now. You. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> show, you, you showed him. You showed him. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> fucked with him. That's for sure. I would have never. I would have. I would have been expected to get pulled out of the car. If uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't. Uh, I'm sorry, he got cut off. But Rooster, you get the point. You're just talking and yapping and trying to. You know, yep. you, you can't be a comedian with cops. That's one thing I know. You be respectful. You know. Well, Rooster and, has the problem that a lot of people have. All of a sudden, they're lawyers yeah. <laughs> when they violate the traffic law. And you take your take that badge you got out of your desk and and, and put it in your wallet. You, Maniac, what's the matter with you? You gotta, you gotta use your head. Brian, go ahead. Hey, Howard. Uh, hey, Brian. Hey, listen, I got that guy that just called about uh, the cops in Virginia. They're nuts. I was on leave from. I was at. I was at Fort Bragg. I was at the 82nd. I was on leave coming back to Ohio. Got recalled, and uh, I had to come back through Virginia. And the guy pulled me over because I was speeding. I told him I was getting recalled, and he still gave me the damn ticket. Mm. Mm. You were, I've heard Virginia. Were you breaking the law? Were you above the speed limit? Yes, very That's much so. That's the risk so, you run. That's the but risk I got, you run. I was, you I was getting deployed. 
Of course he was guilty, but he's not supposed to get a ticket. Escort. But you can't fight a ticket with with your your hands dirty from the money Robin? you stole from the bank. <laughs> no, Robin. You can't fight a ticket from overseas either. You can if you're a fellow cop. What's the matter with you? I was just going to say, I'd have gave the brother an escort. I got pulled over. You. I got and pulled over in Virginia. Know. What? What? You I did? got pulled over in Virginia for going ten miles over the speed limit, and they gave me a reckless driving. I had to go to court. <laughs> I had to. I had to drive from Pennsylvania back to Virginia for a court appearance. I pitch Eric for what it's worth as saying that uh, Virginia cops are the worst. What do you mean? Oh, what do you know? Hey Howard, so Howard, so you know, I I went to Florida, and Virginia state troopers. Never give tickets to anyone that lives in Virginia. They always give tickets to out-of-towners, like people that live in New York, New Jersey, uh, wherever, but not anyone that lives in Virginia. All right. All right. There you go. High pitch Eric. He's slow, but he knows what uh, what's going <laughs> well, on. Well, he's not cop. slow when he drives, though. No, Let's right. say that. <laughs> Definitely not. He's slow. he's slow in every other way, but when he's driving. <laughs> All right. Former driving instructor Bobo, what do you want to say? Yeah, Howard, I taught for years in my classes how to oh, properly oh, get pulled over by law enforcement, hands on the steering wheel. All windows are down so they can look in your vehicle. And let's talk, Booster. You're a good guy, but it comes off aggressive. And don't ever try to go for your glove box without no. permission for your registration. And then you can ease into, oh, I'm on the job or you're a PBA card. That's how you do it. Let's talk. He's got something better than a PBA card. He's got a badge, Bobo. On his yeah. desk. Of course. You put it, it on your fucking your dash. What's the matter with you? Right around your neck. But, but then if my badge is bigger than his badge, he'll have a, a little man complex. Oh, stop it. Don't start arguing about yeah. stuff when you get stopped. Yes, Marianne. What do you I want to say? You. I want to say, well, Rooster, you should have sidetracked him with all your fast food talk and your Dunkin' Donuts knowledge, and he would have gotten uh, away from the ticket and on to another yeah. subject because that's your forte, and you should have went with that. And, Howard, I absolutely love Ronnie with the mom so much, and fuck Bobo. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Hey, Howard, with with yeah. Bobo, did you know it was recently his 30th anniversary for his first phone call? And we wow. talked about it with the guys about doing some sort of package. No one wanted to do it. Like, we we couldn't get one <laughs> volunteer to do it. Just no one gave a shit. You know what's funny? Uh, you know, uh, all the years we've been doing this radio show and all the wonderful people who work here, no one's ever refused because they know it's uh, actionable. <laughs> but uh, th we couldn't argue it. When people said we don't want to work on a Bobo segment, we could not argue. You really um, couldn't do anything about it when everybody no. said no. There was no yeah, passion. Literally. Like, no one had passion about it. They were people, like, no, uh, refused. People, uh, people walked out. They were refusing to work. <laughs> we had a strike. <laughs> All right, Rooster. Rooster, what'd you All learn? Right. You learn. You talk too much I, when you're around I, cops. I, I, I learned. I learned. Robin. Robin. Robin got through to me. When I get pulled over, don't try to be funny, and be quiet, and see what happens. But 
nah, fuck it. I'm going to be funny and laugh and get it. You say it's worth getting the ticket and you're not going to carry your badge. All right, good enough. Rooster, yeah, look, yeah, fuck that's it. I'm going to be plan. fun. I'm going to be rooster and I'm going to be fun. Uh, what, are you gonna gonna be, what are you going to do gonna today? He's going to be funny in jail. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do today, Rooster? Yeah. What's on the program hey, for today? What I'm What's funny today about? is I'm going to go back to the swimming pool and I'm going to do some more backflips. Good. Right. And, Even and at limit... 280 pounds, I can do a backflip. All right. There you go. You know what I learned today? Rooster's a lot like Johnny Depp. He thinks he's charming enough to get out of anything. <laughs> and, but uh, I'm sexy we'll enough to get into everything. You're uh, my man, seen, Rooster. We've yeah. seen this back. We've seen this backflip. It's not a full backflip. It's maybe a half backflip. Well, for a guy well, his I'm, size, I did it off the size of a side of a pool. I was on a diving board. I'm just saying, guy, it's not a full backflip. Wolfie, I saw it. They get, listen, the guy's the size of a whale. You ever see a whale do a backflip? <laughs> is it a flip or a flop, Howard? What is it? It's a flip-flop. <laughs> it's, it's like a backflop. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, listen, the fact that he can walk is a miracle. There you go. <laughs> not only can I walk, I can run it. What are you going to eat for lunch today? That's what I want to know. Two eggs, two scrambled eggs, and a piece of toast. That's all, all right. I can eat. That's because I've had the gastric sleeve surgery. I got a child sized stomach now. Right. Right. So I can't I can't eat a lot at all. Yeah, well keep losing, stay healthy. Otherwise they're gonna put you in a show at SeaWorld. That's right. All right, Rooster, you take care. Have a good day. We got to take a break. Well, you know, John Mellencamp, you know, he's a simple guy, you know, he's a he's an artist. But I watch his uh, his daughter used to be on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Teddy. Yeah, Mellencamp. that's what I can't put together. Yeah, that I'm sure. John Mellencamp's daughter was on was Housewives on of Beverly Hills. Yeah, I'm sure that was a disappointment to him. But uh, yeah, she just got a neck lift. Even though she's not on the show anymore, uh, I keep tabs on her because I'm oh, a real. I'm a super fan of uh, Beverly Hills Housewives. In fact, uh, last week they started up their new season. It was fantastic. A lot of fighting and the women were. It was great. This woman, Dorit, got her house robbed, which is so fucking great. Because, of course, she got robbed. I mean, she's a moron. These women show off their wealth on TV. They show you where they live. They show off their jewelry. And then they're shocked. And then her husband's out of town. She didn't put the alarm on. In her house. And so well, the thieves came. Well, why didn't she leave the door open? I mean, what she... Yeah, I mean, what, what, what are you, shot? They go, why didn't you put the alarm on? Well, you know, uh, the kids run around in the house, and uh, I'm afraid they'll set off the alarm at night. And I'm like, honey, there's two settings on your alarm. One if you're home, one if you're not home. She doesn't know how to work the alarm. Right. So fucking stupid. I love those broads. It's so dumb, I can't stop watching them. But you don't think she was targeted because she's Dorit, do you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was obviously an inside job. People could tell. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I could see she didn't put the... All she had to do is put her alarm on. Cops would have been there or the... the yeah, the, but the, inside job, I don't know what you're implying there. Somebody knew she doesn't put the alarm on. <laughs> um... 
I think uh, there was a, the, the, the guys gave me this. John Mellencamp told his daughter, Teddy, I've never liked that you were on The Real Housewives. I tried to be supportive, so I watched. But I can assure you, I don't watch it anymore. Smoking oh. like a true gentleman. I mean, you know, you don't want to bash your kid, but. You can't. Was, I mean, once they're grown, you know, they live their own lives, make their own decisions. It's fucking embarrassing. When she was on there, like John Mellencamp, one of the best singer songwriters out there, you know, he's got like a whole Bruce Springsteen vibe about him and or Woody Guthrie vibe or, you know, like a real man of the people and his daughter's running around Hollywood getting neck lifts. And well, she just got a neck lift. I, this is the new thing out in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, you know how you, ne you know, like, look at my neck. Well, I think I need one. No, I'm looking you, at myself. Very, you look very young. Please. Just leave yourself alone. Please. Stop it. Look at you that. Couldn't be, you, could, you couldn't be in hotter. <laughs> <laughs> please. please somebody sent me a picture you know some selfie which is always the worst and it was like oh my god it's like a village is living under my chin no i'm telling you rob i'm not bullshitting you let me see move that big fucking microphone so i can see your neck i don't even know where to move oh you got a good neck it just depends see any... on what side you'll see from the side it doesn't look so hot right no, you look good you look good oh, please no i'm Leave going to, i'm going to go in out. with dorit <laughs> do this a lot just take your fingers and smack it like yeah you'll be fine i used I to use watch this, this microphone comedian. to cover it up <laughs> well anyway so i follow teddy mellencamp she was they threw her off the show because she was quote-unquote boring you know she didn't really she, she, she didn't interesting mix it up yeah but she's a very pretty girl and she went and got a whole different face. It's unbelievable. She doesn't she, look she like got, herself anymore? No, no, no. That's a mistake. Because then everybody yeah. just knows you got surgery. A whole bunch of people look like they got surgery. Jesus Christ, these guys out in L.A. are going berserk. These doctors, they're just going too far. People don't look like themselves anymore. Yeah. I mean, aren't you supposed to be trying to enhance, not change? Yeah. They go in there, they say, don't enhance, change. That's the problem. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so his daughter went and got the neck lift, and now she's not even on Beverly Hills Housewives anymore. They they tell her she's boring. I mean, what's she supposed to do, jump out a window? But the first episode of Beverly Hills Housewives was so great. This Dorit, she's crying and carrying on. Now she got PTSD from the robber. The, the, the robbers came in. They put a gun to her head. They said, give, give us the loot. Oh, they were home when this happened. Yeah, she was home and her husband wasn't there. And her husband's this big fatso named PK who manages Boy George. And um, he was over in England when she got robbed. And on the episode, he comes home from England. And she's a mess. She's crying in front of everyone that she, you know, she got robbed and she's freaking out. And PK goes, it's all right, honey. I'm here now. Like he's going to do something. if these Like he could have done something if these people were roaming around the house. Well, I guess he could have set the alarm. At least he knows <laughs> how to do that. <laughs> Shit. He goes, don't worry, baby. I'm here now. Like, you know, like he's, he's like Steven Seagal. He's going to like. I, if I had been there, none of this would have happened. That's right. Like, if they dudes, knew I was home, they would never have come in. Dude, you're built like a fucking basketball. You ain't doing anything. <laughs> you stay in bed. Your wife probably has a better chance of getting them to calm down. But I'm like, what the fuck? You didn't put your alarm on. Well, I'll tell you what. 
in the episode, they didn't tell you she didn't put the alarm on. Then she was a guest on Andy Cohn's uh, Watch What Happens Live, which I have to watch when any of the Real Housewives are on. Because oh, my goodness. You, you get really additional, are a fan. Yeah, you get additional information. Even Beth goes, you're going to watch Watch What Happens Live? I go, yeah, well, Dorit and um, and Kyle. Uh, what Kyle are on. She goes, yes, yeah, so what? I go, honey, <laughs> you're a fan and I'm a fan. We're not going to listen to Dorit and Kyle. And even Mo is there, Maurizio. Her husband. <laughs> and the daughters Hello? were at the bar. And the daughters. And the daughters. JD knows. Isn't that a good show? Yeah. I got a, I got a little emotional whenever PK and Dorit, uh, you know, they start crying and reuniting. I so, didn't. Uh, I'm really? like, listen to this. Yeah, I didn't get you? emotional. Well, I was like, this dumbass didn't put her alarm on. That was Could have stupid. avoided that the whole was... robbery. And yeah, by the way, I... don't show the fact that you just got $5 million of jewelry sitting in your fucking house. Yeah, the robbers even my, even my wife either. and I had a conversation. Come rob my house. There's nothing here. <laughs> we don't have any expensive jewelry. I don't keep any cash in the house. You know, <laughs> I got a couple of things where I'll blow your fucking head off, but that's it. And, you know, put on the alarm. How did she not put an alarm? They got they got they got a jewelry store in that house. And they don't put the, by the way. She ain't the first Real Housewife to get uh, knocked off, right? Really? Yeah, I, I think I Kyle got robbed. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're advertising. Hey, here's a jewelry store worth millions of dollars, and there's no nobody's home. They even tell you when they're not home on the show. Fucking dumbass! What are you doing? Why you do that? Well, that's how <laughs> I Paris go crazy. Hilton got robbed. You know, she was always in Paris Hilton. Where she was. <laughs> Yes. You can't. You and can't. so they went when she wasn't there and robbed her. Criminals were like, wait a second. I'm watching TV. They got millions of dollars worth of jewelry in that house. <laughs> it's yeah. like begging criminals to come to your house. Didn't you like the part where her husband, who clearly is not all that athletic, he comes home, he comes home from England and he goes, that's all right, baby. I'll, I'm home now. Like, oh, and he, oh okay. And and he lost his phone. He like just arrived to the house, and before they leave, he's like, "I can't find my phone. I don't know where my phone is." So he has to leave Doreen out, <laughs> crying, so and while he's going, <laughs> look at his phone. And what Doreen do? Doreen went to the plastic surgeon too, boy. She got fucking. She got a whole wow. new face. She got jacked up. <laughs> she got jacked up. I didn't. Write, I said, "Who's that?" <laughs> but you know, if you saw whenever she went to Kyle's house after the robbery, she did not have any makeup on, so and was Ooh. like wearing sweats, so you know it was well, very real. It's very oh, after you oh, get robbed, yeah. right? After you get robbed, you're not allowed to put on your glam outfit. You gotta <laughs> act like you're freaked you can't out. Do that. No glam. Did she even for... show up? Wait a minute. Did she show up in the in camera interviews? Not dolled no. up. No, 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 no that dolled, was, up, was dolled up. Dolled up. Yeah, dolled up. Course, See, that would have been crazy. really serious if she didn't even get dolled oh, up for the No, she got dolled up and, got interviews. Those, and took out her big giant titties and like like <laughs> almost down to where you could see the nips. <laughs> they all think they're really good looking, you know, so they have to show you. Yeah, Erica and Jane is going to be on this week's Watch, watch What Happens Live. So Good. I'll watch good. that. She's, She's a real... still on the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She survived. So when is there a trial or anything with this guy that she was married to? No, he went into a, all his clients. He went he went into an old age home and suddenly had um, Alzheimer's. <laughs> so he's he didn't oh, do it. He's so man. so 
couple of widows and orphans lost their money. So what? <laughs> Life goes on. Isn't it great? America's great. Complete lawlessness. And so Erica Jane, nothing's going to happen to her. We'll never find out if she was polluting or she knew any of this. And where's her money coming from now? I don't care. She's got to be on Beverly. You know where her money's coming from? Beverly Hills Housewives. She's making money. <laughs> I watched that well, show. She can't so afford I that lifestyle. With is she downsized or? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, she doesn't have a. She doesn't have a glam team. She's walking around in short oh. clothes. She, she still has a glam. Uh, uh, Erica still has a glam team. Just a shorter house, a smaller house. A shorter oh, house. Right. <laughs> so Got one of those little houses for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Little house. Have you have you seen these little houses they sell now? <laughs> yeah, the tiny it's a size, houses. tiny house. It's called. It's it's the size of a dog house. Yeah, and might uh, as it's well cool. Be out there with the dog. Yeah, for like ten grand, they deliver it on a truck, and you got a house. You can live. You can live in any neighborhood you want. <laughs> and it's got everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I love watching these women. I love. I don't like any of the other housewives. I only like the Beverly Hills housewives because I love that they glam up. <laughs> and they think they're really good looking, and they are sort of good looking. But well, you know they were as... good looking at one time. That's yeah. what you're uh. looking at, and that's what's kind of cool about it. Like you, they're still like showing the titties and ass and legs. Like like Lisa Ren is 58 years old, oh, and she's yeah. running around like she's a teenager. It's great. <laughs> Her lips are the size of uh, inner tubes. <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like Goodyear did those lips. Yeah. Like when she dies and they put her in a coffin, like most of her body won't decay. <laughs> but it's awesome. So I love that show so much. And uh, keep it up, ladies. Are you going to watch keep... Dubai? No. You going to watch Dubai? Nope. Oh, okay. right. nope. Just Real yeah, Housewives of Beverly Hills. I knew a little bit about the show because there were little blurbs. I didn't know they had a new season. But I knew that Dorit had gotten... Uh, robbed because they were questioning that Vanderpump woman. Did she call to read after the robbery? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Little things. There's a whole bunch of shit going on in that show. A lot of drama. A lot of drama. Love it. Really good. Um, hey, I'll tell you what. I didn't think the world we lived in could get any crazier, but it has. Wednesday night, JD sent me this. Jeopardy used Ronnie the limo driver in a clue. And uh, what now does that I know my mean, Howard. What does that mean? It means everything is off. I mean, Ronnie <laughs> the limo driver is a clue on Jeopardy. That's what it means. Did the did the, somebody answer it? Oh yeah, of course. Ronnie the limo driver, biggest star on the planet. <laughs> here, here it is. This is Jeopardy with uh, what's the name of the host now? We had her on the show once. Uh, I can't think. Oh, of Oh, Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik. There's a name that rolls right off your tongue. I'm a professional <laughs> broadcaster, and I got Mayim Bialik. Bialik. Mayim Bialik. Uh, I don't know. I never in my life could have predicted that Ronnie the limo driver would be a clue on Jeopardy. I mean, I was going to say, when he was up there driving you, did you look at the back of his head and said, one day, no. he's going to be a clue on Jeopardy? I looked at the back of his head and I went, does he have dandruff? <laughs> and why does the car smell like perfume Alex Trebek must have been spinning in his grave he's probably like Jesus the standards on this show have gone way down since I died he was sitting there in his grave saying I yep. died in time I died in time before yep. every 
standard was destroyed. Mallory, select again. From Queens for 600. This shock jock and self-proclaimed king of all media was born in Queens. His pal, Ronnie the limo driver, was a longtime resident. Mallory. Who is Howard Stern? Yes. Mm. Crazy, right? Wow. Meanwhile, I mean, I should be, I guess it's my own fault. I think in my first book, I said I was born in Queens. I didn't realize I was born in Mount Sinai Hospital in Manhattan. Oh. Uh, but we lived, I think we Did lived Did you in, live in Queens? Yeah. We lived okay. in, uh, oh, what the fuck is the name of that place in Queens? I don't know. I can't think of the name of it. You know, and then we moved out to Roosevelt. Right. My father, my father got a $14,000 house and, you know. And we got what he was we paid moving for. on up. He moved out. Oh, of yeah. Queens. We moved on up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that would have yeah. been a great TV show. <laughs> the yeah. white family who can't figure out they're not moving. Yeah. Up. They're the only ones who couldn't figure out how to move on up. <laughs> but I'm the idiot. Yeah. My uh, father got out of the army, got his old job back at the radio station, moved that family to Beverly. and uh yeah yeah moved on out to roosevelt 14 oh when i heard about that i'm not leaving roosevelt i don't care if we're the only white family i paid fourteen thousand dollars for this house i said yeah i guess we're gonna go down with the ship huh pal (laughs) it's great being under your care Way to not read the signs. That's going to get worse. (laughs) I'll give it to my old man. Waited long enough. We got, uh, I think, I think my father got $28,000 for that house when we sold it. Doubled his money. Doubled his money. I waited it out. (laughs) What happened was all the white people left so fast that the houses were like, people were getting like $9,000 for the house because they were so scared to live with black people. I was like, I'm not scared. I'm going to wait and you'll see. Well, See, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> I do not care that my son is a human punching bag. There are finances you got to have your here. priorities, Howard. You is got it to have be your priorities. The value of the house, or is it going to be my son? <laughs> Ronnie, did you know you were mentioned on Jeopardy? I hope it doesn't go to your head. Uh, I didn't know about it till somebody. Uh, they put it up on Twitter and it said, you are on Jeopardy. And I went, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and then uh, I, I looked at, I looked at, uh, some guy then posted it like he took a picture of the TV. Wow. And I saw it. And then, you know, in New York, it airs at 7 o'clock here. It's, it doesn't air until 7 o'clock our time. So right. I got to see it, oh. you know, when they, when they re-ran it. How do you like and that, so there, your picture was there, too. No, 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 there was oh. no picture. Oh, I thought you said you saw something. No, no, no. They, some guy took a picture of the TV of, of the question. Right, okay. And, and posted on Twitter, so I got to see it, and then, you know, I put on Jeopardy at 7 o'clock here, and uh, I got to see it, you know, on TV. I'm not, uh, I'm not affiliated with Jeopardy, although I admire the show and its longevity, but wouldn't it be cool now if every episode there was a reference to Ronnie in it? I mean, I don't know. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, well, really I cool. did wonder what the category was, and it was uh, people from Queens. Yeah. Right. 
There you go. I, oh, Jackson Heights. That's where. Uh, that's where you lived. Okay. Yeah, and then we moved to Roosevelt. You know Jackson Heights, Ron? Yeah, you you would have been better off staying there, probably. I know. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Yeah. Well, no, back back in that day, uh, Jackson, Jackson Heights, Heights was, was beautiful. All right? Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, I don't know what happened. My mother claims the apartment they were in were full of mice and uh, roaches. And uh, when she got out to Roosevelt, she was happy. I, I don't know why your father didn't uh, buy a house in, because um, at, the, at the same time, it was that GI Bill thing. Because my, my yeah. father came out of the Navy, and he wanted to buy a house in Levittown, the Levitt houses. Right. And my mother said, my mom, because they tell me the story, um, they had told me that um, my mother wouldn't go because she claimed that Levittown was a ghost town. Because nothing was really developed yet there, right? But you would have been, you know, better off if your father would have bought a house probably in Levittown. Well, maybe it was too. All I know is he paid, I think, twelve grand or fourteen grand for this house. And that's meanwhile, how, yeah, that's with the GI Bill. That's how much it was in Levittown, also. Yeah, but listen to me. It made no sense. The fucking guy had to get up six, some, some ungodly hour, five o'clock in the morning, get in his car, drive to Queens, get on the subway. You know, park his car in Queens, get on the subway. Then he had to get off the subway, walk to work. Don't ask. I mean, it took him two hours each way. Well, that's why you would have been better off staying in Jackson Heights because you're right by the subway. That's right. Yeah, they're but nice neighborhoods in Queens. I don't know why he had to get out of Queens so much. Yeah, move, move to a nicer place in Queens then. I don't know. They somehow found his Roosevelt. They had this talent. <laughs> and the sad part is the the Stearns, you know, we were considered the wealthy family in the family because we lived on Long Island. We right. we had an estate. You should have seen this fucking estate. Did you have a patch of grass in the yard? Yeah, we had grass. We we lived, um, um, our, my backyard was a sump. You know what a sump is? No. Like we had a little patch of grass and then behind us was a big giant like sewer um <laughs> cavity like they really my father had thought that concept of location down <laughs> yeah my father said it's very good that there are no neighbors behind us oh. i was like well you got a point there but the view ain't much we had a barbed wire back we had barbed wire it looked like a like early concentration like camp yeah was the house was the house pink like when it was when we went out there when you did that uh 60 minutes piece no nah, i think it was red back then uh, I don't remember really. My, my father's house used to get eggs so much it was hard to know what paint color I was. <laughs> weren't you, you know, take doing enough by living in the house? People had to egg it too. Yeah, my poor dad. He'd be like, "They egg my house." <laughs> go, oh no, we're not going to hear the end of this. Your father has to paint the whole house now. You can't get egg out of it. All right. And you, you don't know how to do anything, so I gotta do it myself. I'd get yelled at. Yeah, it was all your fault. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't. You, this is the first time you're disclosing that you you basically lived in front of a dump. Yeah, well, it was a sump. What it was is, um, well, I don't know the difference with if it's garbage going in it. It's Roosevelt a, had sewer systems, and um, yeah. when the when it would rain. They needed somewhere for all the water and shit to go. So oh, somehow the rain knows to go in the sump. It all drains up. Well, I guess when the water drains from the sewers, it goes into the sump. 
And uh-huh. so we live, we live, we live in front of the sump. What, a, what a view? <laughs> yeah. I'd go in my backyard and look at the sump. <laughs> what a piece of real estate we had. Yeah. He saw that land and that sump and he said, this is our house. I am the first stunned to own a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got. A, I was plotting how to get out of that house. Didn't seem like a lot of thought went into much that he planned. Yeah. Um. Hey, I heard you had a big uh, birthday party for your uh, fiance the other week. Oh. Yeah. Last. I got a note last, Saturday, last Saturday. Listen to this note I got. Ronnie had a big party for Stephanie's birthday. He says the house is the party house, quote unquote. Everyone loves going there, so he's got uh-huh. a party house. So he's finally that's like that's what I've been told. <laughs> what 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 they tell you? How do they figure this out? Well, the way the house is set up, um, everything is in the back of the house, pretty much, like the kitchen, the dining area, the living room, and then the, these big sliding doors open up. All open up to the back. The backyard is right there, and the pool and all that stuff. So, you know, you got everything set up there where you, you know everything is right there. So when you open up the door, all those doors are open. Like you're in, you're right. You walk out. You're right at the pool in the backyard. Any uh, COVID protocols set up for that uh, party, or was it that you, you guys are past that? I mean, it, it was all people that we know that are vaccinated and everything. It's all our friends here that were here. Uh, and then we've been hanging out with all along. So, you know, everybody you just go. hung, mm. you know. Yeah, you're just sort of no protocol. Right. Well, it's worked so far. He hasn't gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> none of our fr- none of our friends have had it, so. Yeah. Well, the it's party was a success. It was fun. We had a really good time. Stephanie you got hammered, was- of course, you know. Yeah. Did you bang her afterwards? Uh, She was too. Yes and no. Mm. Yes I mean, and no. I did, what does I, that mean? Well, I did, but it didn't. It didn't really work for her <laughs> because she was so drunk. <laughs> what does that mean, Howard? What is he saying? I don't know. I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying that she she didn't. I did. I I got off. I had my my deal. I you know, but she right. didn't. <sighs> she was unconscious. <sighs> Sounds like rape. No, she wasn't. Was no, say, she wasn't. Was she able to give oh, consent? Was what? Yes, <laughs> she was. Yes, she was able to give consent, Robin. Yes, she sounds was. like a, a rubber doll gives more of consent than. Uh, <laughs> no, she. It, it, you know, when she drinks, you're a so lot, horny it's, it's, that you had a you had a fucker no matter what, right? Well, I mean, no, we like no, we went you know to our usual routine. We put on the you know the girl on girl porn, the whole thing, and right. you know she was in the mood for it and everything else, but she had an issue with. Uh, you know, going. So, going. Yeah, dropping a load. Whatever you want to say. You know. Oh Jesus! All right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Is this the first time? No. Hell no. <laughs> no. So what'd you do? You got on top of her, you know, and basically uh, you came, and that was it, huh? No, no. I, I didn't. I didn't even get that far, really. It was. Uh, it was mostly all oral. <laughs> Let's put oh. it that way. Got a blowjob, huh? Yeah. Hey, I heard you got mad at uh, John Blit and Chris. I heard you took off on them. Oh. Those guys what have been fucking with Ronnie. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
They, the, uh, they, they Ronnie, tw- you know, Ronnie tweets pictures of uh, hot chicks yeah. all the time. So these guys have been submitting pictures to Ronnie where in the background you can see Ronnie. It's Photoshop. Ronnie getting fucked in the ass or Ronnie <laughs> uh, like uh, like Ronnie taking a dildo in his ass uh, or blowing another guy or something. So then these guys amped it up. Ronnie's got this friend with a helicopter business. Ronnie's promoting it all the time. I don't know what's going on there, but um, so these guys there was a big picture from the helicopter business that Ronnie retweeted, except fly Maverick. Picture, yeah. Maverick. <laughs> and they took a picture of it. Like, you know, when you're in a helicopter, you take a picture of the, of Las Vegas. Yeah. So on, on one of the billboards, <laughs> instead of the billboard sign being one of the hotels, it was Ronnie getting, what was Ronnie doing? Getting fucked. How in the you ass, too right? kind? It, it, it wasn't even a billboard. It was just floating in the sky. It was Ronnie getting <laughs> fucked in the ass. <laughs> And then the no, other it wasn't. Yeah. It was just me laying there with big cock. It's a beautiful dude, cock, dude. dude you oh, there, it out. there you go. Uh, but, they, but this is what I'm saying, yeah. Howard. He doesn't realize he tweeted out two pictures. The other one is of you getting fucked in the ass. There's two of them. Yeah, but dude, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna study the pictures. But Ronnie, you said you were gonna do that. You told me from now on you are going to inspect every yes. photograph with a, 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 a fine tooth comb with so, hot chicks. Right. Stupid. So that's why we. I didn't we think you were gonna to fuck the... with my friend's business. You know, we didn't fuck with. We didn't put. You, we didn't tag your friend's business. You tagged. Your no, but the picture. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, because you guys are <laughs> fucking with me. You're a dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dope. I wouldn't go that far. He's not a dope. You just need to be more precise with your instagram it's your brand we're talking john's, about john's afraid of ronnie that's I, true i think because john wants access to ronnie so i uh-huh. get like mob messages uh this is from ronnie to us don't fuck with my friend's company not yeah fucking with your friend's company you are but putting up well, shit like that actually, ronnie, you're you're fucking with your friend's company yeah because, yeah. yeah because yeah because he's fucking around with you know with pictures again we could have done other things we could have had a picture of a crashing helicopter <laughs> saying i had a great hey, flight with matt Go we didn't though yeah well, we didn't this is didn't. not the way you talk to me off air though you see you're so, you're a fucking phony no i'm not a, you're phony. a fucking a phony, phony no no you no don't talk to me that way it, oh i I, I, I won't phony. do that i'm not anymore. a phony yeah you're I, a fucking phony well i in my defense, I you know I didn't no put defense. that picture up. There no is the defense. Oh, no, now, see, I'm not no going to work with John anymore. I'm on the Uh-oh. fucking Mike Fox's Uh-oh. side Uh-oh. now. You're a fucking phony. <laughs> yeah, I'm with I'm That's the I'm risk of mentioning your friend's yeah. business fucking on the air, dick. though, Ronnie. If you're going to mention right. your friend's business, you got to look over what you're you tweeting. Yeah, I don't have to. I shouldn't have to study pictures like that from fucking guys I work with. Shouldn't have to. You got a big cock up your ass. How are you missing these things? I mean, you should look at because I'm looking at it on a phone, which is a small, very small picture. It's not like I'm looking at it on a TV screen. You should look at it on a computer. Let me give you a piece of information. I shouldn't have to, John. I shouldn't have to do that. (laughs) You should. Let me give you. should. You should. Let me give you. See, Robin is wise. What you're tweeting. You should. And and let me tell you something. Like fifty five heli- fifty five <laughs> helicopter tours were canceled because they saw Ronnie getting fucked in the oh, ass. Oh, well, it's great! You see the Eiffel yeah. Tower, you see the Bellagio Fountain, and then you see Ronnie getting fucked in the ass. I mean, Vegas is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> we should put we're one of those of people- up for real. Yeah, you know what it was. You're a dick, Blit. I know you're 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 a fucking I'm not, dick. I love you, and you're I'm a whole not a different, dick. It's a whole different story. Off, not there. true. It's not yeah. true. It's he, wrong. He John read right. the right, no, right. Act off air. I did. I know on air also. I said, tell Ronnie to look at the fucking pictures. We're not, I don't ha- shouldn't you're have to study it. that shit, dude. Yeah. Ronnie, anyone to could the new be normal. doing this to you. 
right. anyone. Oh, thank you, Robin. That, yeah, open the door for that now. Well, oh, you said there was one guy who sent you uh, some pictures, though, Ronnie. Yeah. Here's yeah, an you know idea. What? I got an idea. Now, Stop no, I do. Now I study. I have to fucking study now. <laughs> I can get you Ryan. tomorrow, dude. Stop <laughs> tomorrow. Get me everything. tomorrow. You're so fucking cool. I'm out, by the way. I just want to officially oh, say you're all right. You're in. You're in. I'm out. You're in. scary, Ronnie. Blit is out. <laughs> it's yeah, true. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not full of shit. shit. I'm out. out. I'm out. He likes it. I had my. Work for Howard, not for Ronnie. That's true. <laughs> Here's an idea, Ronnie. Stop, retweet, stop retweeting everything, and you wouldn't have to look so much. Just There's nothing wrong with it. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with retweeting my friend's fucking company that he works for. It wasn't even from your friend's company. You. It was a random picture of Vegas with you. No, it was, a, no it, was a, it was the Maverick helicopter fucking thing. Ronnie, it's not. I promise you. I went on Google and searched up Vegas Skyline. Nothing to do with your friend's company. Yeah. How did you make that picture, Ronnie, getting fucked in the ass and have a That was John. Aha, that was John. Of course, done. I will take yeah. credit for that. And yeah. I'm not an expert at Photoshop. For I just truly. found a picture of Ronnie. I cut his head out and I stuck it on this hot guy getting <laughs> fucked. Was, and then the penis one was a, a real uh, a real piece of art because that looks almost real. Well, it's a oh. it's a it's a twink's body. So like yeah. Ronnie has a very young, smooth cock in the photo. Mm. <laughs> oh, right. smooth, right. nice. very smooth. You look hot. <laughs> yeah, you do look hot. Very smooth. <laughs> I got to go to Vegas. <laughs> hey, everybody! It's George Takei. What do you want to say, George? I'm outraged. This is false advertising. I saw that voluminous huge <laughs> dog, and I booked 20 helicopter rides with Brad. <laughs> Ronnie, well, you tell me there's no cock? I want a cock tour. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, thank you. The satisfied customer. All right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, where was I? Yes. Oh, so Ronnie was mentioned on... Jeopardy, and I thought that yeah. was kind of exciting, and I know Ronnie liked it, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, it was very cool. I was very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I, you know, years ago when I hired you to be my limo driver, I never could have imagined you would one day be a clue on uh, Jeopardy. Me either. But Me either. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Very cool. Good for you, Ron. Good for you. Um, yes. And I hope every night they have a Ronnie clue <laughs> yeah. on Jeopardy. I'm sure there's plenty they could put together. If these guys could put these fucking pictures together, they can put clues together. How about this one, Ronnie? This driver and grandfather spends his free time retweeting nude photos of women. Yeah. <laughs> what do you oh, think? Yeah. I was on a mad tear yesterday with the retweeting and this morning. Yeah? Yeah, well, my buddy one. won the race yesterday at Kansas. And uh, it was a whole big deal because he drives from Michael Jordan. And uh, so it, it was a real big deal. He hasn't won a race in 27 races, and it was a whole big deal. Uh, Kurt Busch. Kurt. Right. Oh, there you yeah. go. Your buddy. Kurt has been on a, in a slump. That's great. Well, he's on, he was on a new team until they develop and get, you know, get everything together and get, you know, gelled, the team gets gelled right, and they get the cars right and everything else. And yesterday was a real big deal for him, you know, so we were. Really excited about it. I even had some tears in my eyes yesterday when he won. Oh so, wow. yeah. Well, you are a good friend, aren't you? Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Very cool. How about this for Jeopardy? This senior citizen.
thinks Mike Perlman messed with his bagel. That's right. <laughs> would be who is Ronnie the uh, limo driver? Or how about See? this? Uh, this gentleman's catchphrase on the radio is cunt. And that would be Ronnie. There you go. A lot of clues there, man. You know, I thought of Ronnie this weekend because I saw that, um, what's that kid's name, Biden's son? Hunter. Hunter Biden had a password for his computer. It was analfuck69. Wow. I think nice. that's Ronnie's uh, password. <laughs> I thought it would have been Ronnie's. That's much cooler right. than mine. <laughs> that guy sounds like a lot of fun, analfuck69. <laughs> he should be hanging out with Ronnie, I think. That's that's really his password. Yeah, yeah. On that computer, that was holy shit. Buck sixty nine. That's and, pretty and cool. I guess the press must have released that when they uh, went through his computer or something. I don't know. <laughs> How about this for a clue for Ronnie on Jeopardy? This chauffeur once fucked himself with dildos cloned from his colleagues' penises. Ooh, <laughs> All right. I like good that. one, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Ronnie, uh, congratulate your your best friend, Kurt Busch. Doesn't uh, ever cry for me, Ronnie, but he cries for Kurt Busch. When, when my movie went to number one, Ronnie never cried. When my book How went do you to know? number one, How do you know? My How radio, do you know? Because I know. When I How moved do you to know series, he never cried. I had, I had tears in my Kurt eyes Bush. when I saw the Jeopardy thing. That Kurt, was, Bush ain't, it, Kurt Bush ain't uh, paying your salary, buddy. All right, I did. <laughs> He's still my back, friend, though. You know, Go back I'm to happy. your party house. I was, I was happy for him. This house is the greatest party house ever, Ronnie. That's right. Right. Yeah, there's a clue for Jeopardy. Who has the greatest party house? There you go. Right. <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> Fine over. Kurt Bush won. <laughs> Never once cried for me. How do you know? How do you know what I did? I know what you do. You tell me. <laughs> I know everything you do. How many people came to the party? Uh, it was 14. Wow. All together, counting us. I got a clue. Here's a Jeopardy question. This driver to the stars once pulled a really hard shit out of his ass with his bare hands. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that was a day to remember, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about crying. Holy shit. Yeah, he did cry you shed over some that. tears that day. <laughs> wow. Did the party get, like, sexy <gasps> at all? Like, did anybody no. get naked? No, no, no. no. No, nothing. Stephanie like didn't that. get naked. No, 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 no. Nobody got naked. Yeah. Shit. The old days, everyone would have been naked. Yeah. Anyone running around in a bikini? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, you must have liked I that. I don't understand. Stephanie was so drunk she could only do oral on Ronnie. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is that a problem? I mean, if you're so drunk, you can't do oral. So I just, you know. Yeah, well, I guess, I, may, I get, I guess maybe she could, but, you know, the other, the other way it didn't work. You tried. Yeah, oh, you we won. tried everything. We tried everything. You mean she was all dried up? No, she wasn't. No, no, she wasn't dried up. It just, she, she couldn't really cl come to a real climax. That was the whole thing. I see. Oh, so she just blew you and then got ready. Uh, basically, uh, you rolled over. One no, no, I worked on her first for like a half hour. See, that's what I'm saying. They did work at it. Like I had wow. locked you off. Are you kidding wow. me? That's a lot to do. It's a Woo. lot of work. It was a lot of work there. 
Right. All right. Good for he you. Put in, he for did the work, Howard. But it's always but it fun. It didn't work out. It's there was always one fun. other mention I should mention, on, other than Ronnie. Cheryl Crow was interviewed me... on Good. Cheryl Crow was interviewed on Good Morning Washington D.C. last week. Uh huh. One of the hosts of Good Morning Washington, Kid O'Shea. Uh, he must have been a former radio DJ. I never heard of a with a name like TV. that. Yeah. There's a lot of guys in radio named Kid This and the, you know Kid Chris, our buddy Kid O'Shea, Kid, kid this, Kelly, kid, I mean, everybody, Kid Kelly. There's about twenty Kid Kellys. <laughs> and by the way, a lot of these dudes aren't kids. Some of them are in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, when you see him, you're like, "Where's the kid?" <laughs> kid. Looks like you swallowed the kid. Uh, one of the hosts, Kid O'Shea, told Cheryl Crow he loved her appearance on our show. Which was nice of him. And then Cheryl then said, I was going to help find her a husband. Yeah, I am going to help her find a husband. You did say that, yes. But she's a hell of a catch. Here, here's this little clip. Once in a while, it's fun to play mentions, right? Sure. It feels even more celebratory. So we're going to have a great summer. Uh, well, well, we can't wait to see yeah, you great here. great to talk to you. You sounded great on Howard, by the way. I know you were just on Howard Stern and sang a lot of songs and sounded amazing. So it's, yeah. it's just spectacular. Yeah, yeah I, I think Howard is going to find me a husband. Oh. I, I think he's made it his 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 end goal to find me a husband, that Howard Stern. He's Howard Stern is a matchmaker. We're going to start right. here, too. We're going to help, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never thought I'd hear that sentence. Now Howard you're Stern in a race. I've been called a lot TV of things. Show. Yeah, I've been called a lot of things, but not a matchmaker. But, you know, you came up with that idea. Now they're trying to horn in on it. And yeah, now you're, you've are you got to find her a husband before they do. That's the problem. I come up with these ideas and then everybody <laughs> takes them. Well, that was a nice mention anyway. It was. Very sweet of them to bring Thank up you, the show. Kid. Thank you, kid. O'Shea, that is. Not other kids. <laughs> out there um they must have done some radio research at some point and figured out that if you put kid in front of your name you're gonna have a very good career uh, right? or I mean, you get a young audience or something is uh, that the whole idea all right yeah hey, he's a kid he's like us <laughs> we're after he's the like kids me. yeah at top 40 everyone's a kid uh they, yeah then you're right they must say hey even though this guy's old we call him kid the kids will like him that's right I was in, in New York radio many years and listened to New York radio. I don't think there ever was a kid in New York radio. I think that's very Midwestern. Hmm. You know. I remember I named uh, Gary, Boy Gary, when uh, we were on the radio, first radio, Boy Gary. But we dropped it when he turned like 80. <laughs> <laughs> we we kept it for a long time, though. He was about 40 and we were yeah. still calling him Boy. Yeah. By the way, I want to work on that. I would love to get Cheryl. That would be kind of cool. Cheryl Crow's such a cat. She looks great. She fucking sings like an angel still and can write great music. I mean, I wonder if, you know, back in the day when I was single for 10 minutes, could I have banged Cheryl Crow? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think she feels I that way about me. I never got the vibe. Yeah, me neither. That, you know. Yeah. She was thinking that way. Yeah. When she looks at me, she seems to be giggling like you might with a <laughs> slow brother or something <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Oh, here you go. <laughs> Kid O'Shea started broadcasting at 16 on his hometown Milwaukee oh. radio station. Good for him. So he was a kid. Yeah, he was a kid, and he didn't realize he'd age out. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful with the name you pick. At some point, you got to name yourself, I'm no kid, O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, did you read about this? Revenge of the Nerds actor, James Cromwell. I don't know which one. I love Revenge of Cromwell, the Nerds. Cromwell, yes. Yeah. Which one was he? Hmm. Which show did you say? Revenge of the Nerds. He was oh, the father, he, Howard. Okay. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds actor, James Cromwell. He was the dad. Because he's an older man, yeah. I'll, get, I'll tell you how into Revenge of the Nerds I am. Who wrote Revenge of the Nerds? See? You asking I, me? Yeah, I even know this. I do it's not know. Of course you would. Shakespeare. No. Uh, the answer is Miguel Tejada Flores. What? Yeah. Miguel Tejada Flores. Wow. Wrote Revenge of the Nerds. What that. else did he write? <laughs> wrote a lot of shit. But uh, that Revenge of the Nerds actor James Cromwell made news last week when he super glued his hand to the counter at a Midtown Starbucks to protest higher prices for vegan milk. Wow. Yes. He's an actor. Really he gets it. arrested a lot in civil protests. The 82-year-old actor was protesting on behalf of PETA and spoke out on the conditions of dairy cows and lactose intolerant people for 35 minutes. And then business went and on. And they as couldn't usual get rid of him them. because he was glued. <laughs> he was crazy. He, cr he crazy glued his hand and he's yapping away and uh, they kept selling stuff around him. I mean, nobody really kind of paid attention. Here's a little clip. Will you stop charging more for vegan milk? When will you stop raking in huge profits about customers, animals, and the environment suffer? When will you stop penalizing people for their ethnicity and their morals? The senseless upcharge hurts animals. Cows on dairy farms are forcibly impregnated with a metal rod to keep them producing milk. Cows. Here's the sad part. In New York City, this barely registers as odd to people. They just kind of like <laughs> keep going about their business. There's always someone yelling in every store, you know. That's how or New York just is. in the middle of the street. Yeah, there's someone yeah, yelling yeah. all the time. I got to figure it must cost a lot of money to make almond milk. I mean, you ever see an almond? How do you get milk out of that thing? That's like getting I milk out of a rock. I think they do oat milk. That's what I think. What is that? Uh, how well, they make milk? milk out of oats now. How? I mean, how? what's the formula Well, it's there? not real milk. They're not milking oats. Or no, almonds. I understand. Yeah, where are their tits, those oats? <laughs> no, but I mean, what do they do? They mash up the oats to a milky you substance? You grind up the, the mm. nut or the whatever, and you that put a liquid in it, and then you squeeze it out. Jesus, that sounds like a lot of work. It is. Starbucks charges about 70 cents extra for milk alternatives like oat, soy, almond, and coconut milk. Well, I, I got to agree. I mean, I think it's great that they're not, you know, they torture these cows. Not only do they eat them, but they, when they milk them and stuff. So, but what do you expect? I mean, of course, Starbucks is going to charge more for oat milk. They're already charging you five bucks for hot water with some beans in it. I was going to say, Starbucks, uh, yeah, they need to raise prices on everything. Yeah. 
like Dunkin' Donuts, they probably don't have that problem because they probably don't even have oat milk. They probably just give you regular milk. They don't give a shit. I don't even know. Yeah. James Cromwell, activist, good man. What can I say? Yeah, he was in that movie Babe. I don't know if you Babe, saw that yeah. L A Confidential too, it says. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, oh yeah, he was know. the bad cop in LA Confidential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got some tape of Patty Lupone on Broadway yelling at someone not wearing a mask in the audience. Boy, she's fucking scary. I well, mean she I agree does that with her. a lot. Yeah, she'll stop a yeah. a play in a minute and tell somebody off in the audience. Yes, they were doing a Q&A. This, uh, this sound I got is uh, Broadway legend Patty Lupone yelling at a maskless woman. They, I guess after the musical, they talk to the audience for some reason. I guess so. I think they have to do anything they can to try to get audiences back to Broadway. Thank God they didn't. My parents used to take me to Broadway to see plays when I was a kid. and I'm, I'm not able to pee in a theater. I get pee shy. I don't want people seeing my penis. And my dad would yell at me, why are you squirming in your seat? Go pee. Because maybe I don't have a big cock like you do. And I don't want people to see my little button. And then my dad would stand there waiting for me to finish peeing. And I was like, you know, pressure like me. under so, a gun now. <laughs> so I'd squirm in my seat because I had to pee. Now, imagine after the play, you know, we then we had to drive back to Long Island. And I could just about hold it in and. All I know you is... You wouldn't have stayed for the Q&A? Yeah, we're <laughs> staying for the Q&A with Patty Lapoon. <laughs> Patty Lapoon better talk fast. <laughs> Ay vey. You got to sit through a whole lecture after the fucking play? Are you kidding me? That's torture. Sometimes that's fun. Oh, no, it's not. Not in my book. <laughs> There's no fun in listening to a Q&A after I sat through a whole fucking play. Ay. Here she is yelling at the person for not wearing a mask. Put your mask over your nose. That's why you're in the theater. That is the rule. If you don't want to follow the rule, get the fuck out. Woo! Get out! Yeah, go, girl. Leave. Yeah, leave. She yells out, we pay your salary. Oy, I babe. know, yeah. She got her all cranked up. She got her yelling all... She was starting to wind down. And meanwhile, I'd be sitting in my chair going, I got to pee. And I can't <laughs> pee in a public area. No, we have worked... Miss Lapone, I have to pee. Can you shut the fuck up? Really hard. Oh my fucking God. So you know what? Oh. This is bullshit. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. Patty was yelling at me. I'd keep my mouth shut. I wouldn't be like, yeah, well, we pay you salary. But that's what's going on with the people who don't mask up, you know, if they go to some place. They're still going to have their individual freedoms, even in a group. Yeah, I've seen these people where they, they wear a mask, but they pull it down. From, from, it's their, from nose their nose is exposed. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they think, well, I'm just breathing in the COVID. I'm not blowing any out that's their theory i guess but that's bullshit um but why have it over your mouth you know i mean it's so dumb yeah patty lapone yells like my mom that my mom used to fucking get into that kind of register when she'd yell at me oh you they boy that, that, that gives me 
tremors when I hear her. Here she is yelling at somebody. This is an old one. This was yeah. I told you she's here, done it before. Here's Patty Lapone yelling at this when she was in the play Gypsy. Remember Gypsy? Of course. That play. You can't even say Gypsy anymore, right? Uh, that's a, that's a uh, bad do word. Do they have to change the name of that play? <laughs> yeah, because Gypsy's like the N word now. You know. Uh, yeah, I remember that play. As my mind. I'm turn the lights, tem the lights. They ain't got nothing to do about the heights. Kiss my ring, kiss my team. Baby, everything's coming up roses. My parents used to play that shit in my fucking house all day. It was like fucking... Yeah, how could you... Torture chamber. Just to listen to. My father would start singing. Like there's nobody dancing around on the stage. (laughs) Turn the lights. (laughs) Dad in a good mood. Uh, Patty LuPone, though. Here she is yelling at the audience. I think this was something about a, a phone or something. Yep, someone took a picture or something. When my mom had strength, one time my mom, I was walking with her in Manhattan, which I hated. I hate going into Manhattan. I didn't want to leave my house. <laughs> Even we were then, crossing. before yeah. anything oh. had happened, you never wanted to leave the house. I hated coming into New York City. It just scared the fuck out of me. And then she'd be dragging me around. Then we were crossing the street and a cab almost hit her because he was in the crosswalk. Oh, yeah, yeah. She stuck. What are you doing? You son of a bitch. You know, she, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Did your mother curse? Oh, my God. I don't know if she cursed, but it was pretty bad. I remember then. And she'd yell at me with that kind of intensity, too, over the stupidest stuff. <laughs> what did you do? I work so hard in this house, and you leave your filthy, dirty shirt on the bed. Who do you think is the maid service over here? <laughs> I'm not a maid. You kind of look like one in that house dress, honestly. <laughs> you better Ew. wait till your father gets home. <laughs> then he'd come home and he's all ragged out from a day of work where he got shit on. And then she'd start in with him. Do you know what your son did? What? What did you do? <laughs> I just want to eat my dinner. He left a filthy, dirty shirt on the bed. What did you do? He thinks this is maid service. Oh, boy. And I want him punished. I'm going to eat my dinner and then I'm going to punish you. What did you do? Why'd she have to turn you in? She had already yelled at you. It wasn't that oh, enough. Oh, no. No, no, because he's in charge of, like, you know, roughing me up. Oh. She was supposed to hit me with a stick my father made for her to hit me with, and <laughs> I started grabbing the stick from her. 
Oh. Yeah, and then so he had to use his hand, but I told him, look, man, he never hit me. He, he would just say, look, just let your mother beat you with that stick, will you? I go, oh. no. I said, no. I'm, you well, did? I'm, you refused I'm, to be beaten I'm too old stick? to be talked like that. I mean, I was already in high school, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I'm six foot two. It's humiliating. She's this little thing coming after you with a stick. Yeah, with a stick. I grab her arm, <laughs> twist it. <laughs> uh, by the way, we hit a new uh, high. The New York Times reports that nearly one million people in the U.S. have now died from COVID. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Frank, what's on your mind in Virginia? Hey, Howard. I just, uh, just was piggybacking off of Robin and uh, and you uh, talking about Johnny Depp. I uh, I live in uh, Fairfax County, uh, your old your old stopping grounds here in Northern Virginia. Yeah. And uh, and and at the courthouse, you know, hundreds of people are lined up on the uh, on the side of the courthouse. It's a very uh, secure area to get in. But like Robin said, I mean, there are a hundred of girls. Uh, with posters and, uh, you know, yelling out, taking pictures. There's news crews. I mean, he's got a big, big, big support system. And I just wanted to mention that to you guys. Um, I'm, I'm here live on the ground here. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of weird. I mean, uh, you know, they're saying a lot of shit about Johnny Depp and uh, this, this woman that he was with, whatever the fuck her name is, Amber Heard. And uh, mm -hmm. still there's like tons of hot chicks all like, you know, screaming. They want Johnny Depp even still, even with all the fucking craziness. Tons. It's really. Tons, Howard. I'm yeah. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. I have a feeling that's the reason these um, Republicans are taking away the woman's right to choose. They're like, oh, look at that Depp trial. These women are crazy. We're going to make all their uh, health decisions for them. <laughs> you, you know women are crazy. We can do anything we yeah. want to them. Yeah, Mitch McConnell said, yeah. Listen to the Johnny Depp trial. Women will let you do whatever they want, evidently. So uh, we're going to take away their right to choose. Boys, that got me pissed off, man. Ridiculous. What me too. I'm actually a, same here, Howard. I'm a, I'm actually a physician right at the building next to the Fairfax Courthouse. Um, and I was just uh, driving by, and I thought maybe I'd stop by. And uh, I'm actually a geriatrician as well. I don't want to give hey. you an eighth opinion about about your parents, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm here for you. I'm always listening to you, and I me I too. totally feel what you're going through. Yeah, absolutely, Howard. You know, you'd think these women would be hanging around with posters for you. You're a physician. You make a great living. You're, you're altruistic. You help the community. No, they're busy with Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I was out with my scrubs across the street. You know, I'm trying to take a video of Johnny, which I do have. I would love to send to you guys. But I see the, the women on the other side of the street with their posters and everything. I'm here standing by myself <laughs> with scrubs, the only guy that's out there, you know, uh, trying to take pictures <laughs> of Johnny. But uh, I was a big fan of Johnny, so that's, that's why I did that. <laughs> Great actor, anyway. But the women who show up at the courthouse, yeah. are they really cute, or are they aged out like John? They, they, you know, you're right. Some some of them are. Um, there was a hair salon uh, owner that came there that actually worked in Fairfax for like 25 years, really done up, but obviously, you know, she was, she was in her, I believe, her late 70s. Uh, but she was very, you know, spicy and kind of very excited to see him and had a poster and everything ready, but... But but a lot of them are younger. They're they're driving from from hours and hours away, uh, and and they're done up, and they're just hoping to see him for like literally six seconds. He, he's driving by. He goes right through the gate. He turns around and waves. Yeah, yeah. Like Trump, no matter what kind of craziness the the girls want him. I mean, that's what it is to be a good looking dude, man. It's the greatest. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
That's a black. I mean, I never, right. you know, listen, I never had women swooning over me, but I got to tell you something. To be a caliber of a Johnny Depp, even what and he he's not like even now. good looking anymore, but he was. No. Yeah, they're, they're, they'll <laughs> fuck you just because you were good looking. <laughs> That's right. They'll look at an old picture of you and fuck you. Yeah. They're, they're like, hey, Johnny, just tape an old picture of yourself over your head. And, uh, but uh, yeah, it's It'll unbelievable. <laughs> like you know, you think most women would say, you know, Johnny Depp, okay, famous actor, and but listen to the Michigas this guy's into. We're, you know, but they're standing Absolutely. out there with signs. We love you, Johnny. You know, I, uh, I mean, they're standing there for uh, for forty five an hour, two. Hours. Actually, at five in the morning, you can get a, a wristband to actually sit in the courthouse. And I've, I've heard girls uh, come to the nine nine thirty uh, outside showing where everyone's standing outside, and they're like, "Oh, I, it was already gone. I got there at five, and the two tickets were already gone." I'm like, "Wow, these, I mean, they're dedicated. They're uh, yeah. This they're isn't uh, they this them. doesn't make women look good right now. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. I had a woman once tell me, you talk about how, you know, I'm famous and everything, but Jesus, I, I, I sent the guys out on the street. I played it the other day. There's a bit where, uh, who would you rather fuck, Howard Stern or Johnny Depp? Even with all this bullshit that you see, they all said Johnny Depp. I couldn't get one yeah, girl. They're just not showing girl. up at the, the courthouse, but just walking down no. the street. If they had a choice, right. they'd take Johnny Depp. With, with all his, well, like, I never, you know, I don't get, I don't have any of these troubles, but uh, right away they want Johnny Depp. This is what I mean. You know? <laughs> I had a woman say to me, you know, if you ever got arrested, I bet you'd get zero prison love letters. That's what she said to me. <laughs> I'm looking at that guy who had the the 56 year old woman run off, and you know she wound up killing herself. And I'm yep. like looking at him, going, "Now is he a good looking guy?" What well, was you know what? There? I looked at him too, and I went, "Hey, he's not a good." And I went, "I have no right to comment. He's better looking than me." <laughs> All right, Frank. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Johnny Depp's got it, whatever it is, man. This dude, you know. Who would you rather date, Howard Stern or Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. I guess now yeah. with the trial going on, I've seen that he's more of a gentle soul than I expected. Johnny texted the following. Gentle soul, man. She saw a issues. gentle soul up there. Yeah. I'm a gentle soul. What's she talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, it, whether you're... Again, I, I read in the paper that I'm on the side of Amber Heard. I didn't know that. I have no idea who this woman is, and I'm <laughs> certainly not on anyone's side in this thing. But but Amber Heard, whether she's telling the truth or not, recounted multiple instances of alleged assaults and intense drug and alcohol abuse. And not one woman on the street wanted me. Well, now, that was ridiculous. my thing. It's like, for sure, we can go along with the alcohol and drug abuse and that's a nightmare to live with somebody who's completely mm-hmm. out of it yet that doesn't even count when you're talking about johnny depp nobody even cares no, no they look at me and they go i'll take johnny depp <laughs> you know unbelievable that's why you know when every people have that conversation who's worse men or women and yeah. a lot of people want to say men are worse than women I'm like, even Hitler had a girlfriend. Ava Braun. Gotta say, you know, you know there was somebody who was, you know, willing to go kill herself with Hitler. That's, she went down with him. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Hitler was like, okay, it's uh, this is it. We got to kill ourselves or the Allies right, will capture us. Everybody in the bunker. And everybody in bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Und bunker. Und Eva. 
get in een bunker. Ja, ja, ja. A lot of people wrote in. They dig uh, here in Perry Farrell, Billy Corgan. I called them the, uh, what did I call them? The smashing addiction or something like that. Yes. Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction are going to be an awesome double bill this fall. Yeah, that was great. Bill and Perry were divine. Perry is a madman and his stories of debauchery were just that what I needed to get my blood flowing, blah, blah, blah. They both came on and uh, they each had a couple of their band members. Smashing Addiction sounded amazing, Howard. Yeah, here's a couple of... Well, I'm sure you heard it already, but there was Perry doing. This was fun. Love Perry's incredible, unique voice. So great to hear him sing Jane Says on your show. Love those live performances. I'm going to sing. Jane Says. And then um, Billy Corgan was doing his thing, doing a version of Today. Really nice. Sounded good. Smashing Pumpkins give me the chills when they play live. Billy Corgan is so good. Awesome interview. Uh, you know what people really like? Staff Mom's reactions to Ronnie. We did that on uh, Wednesday. Ah. Yeah. We played the staff mom's reaction to Ronnie critiquing their physical appearance. The audience thought this bit was a masterpiece. Marianne from Brooklyn tweeted. Uh, someone wrote me, this is by far the best Ronnie segment of all time, period. A nice fingering after stepping off the school bus was creepy and the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh Ronnie rating staff moms and then the recordings of them reacting to it is the funniest thing done all year. Everything Ronnie does is gold. Um, a lot of people like the hillbilly calling us and saying that there was a cruise ship affecting his <laughs> phone. I laughed about that a lot after that happened. The cruise Howard, ship Howard, was blocking the phone. Howard, you took what started as a bad phone connection and turned it into a very funny bit. All right. Well, I did my job. Thanks to you and the whole show for making me laugh so much this morning. You guys make my days better. Uh, someone did have a um, explanation. There, there that, is a, a, an argument for the cruise ship is the problem. Yeah. It's the radar that interferes with cell phones, Howard. This is the same reason why military ships can't turn their radar on while they're in harbor. The electromagnetic waves would fry everything. All right, there you go. Well, then why do, why do the cruise ships cruise in with their radar still going? Because they don't give a shit about you. <laughs> I have a business in Port Canaveral, Florida, and I can attest to Hillbilly's claim of the cruise ships killing cell signal. Well, there you go. One guy wrote, I'm dying. The cruise ship is in town. Keep hitting that ship horn, Fred. I can't get enough awesome. Those sound effects help. Everything's I'm getting fine. off the phone. The cruise ship is pulling. That cruise, that cruise ship conversation was so great. Anytime Howard is on that megaphone, I can't stop laughing. Whether he's imitating his parents or some idiot in Florida, it's all hilarious. 
And finally, people enjoyed our discussion of uh, Vin Diesel and the Fast and Furious uh, <laughs> franchise. Uh, Justin Lin announced he's the director of Fast and Furious, has done several movies, very successful. He quit as director of the Fast and Furious franchise due to disagreements with Vin Diesel. Go figure. Vin Diesel's Who even thought off. Vin Diesel cares what's going on in those? I moments. tell you. And as I pointed out and Robin pointed out, uh, what's this guy doing? Just fucking enjoy it. You're in the big franchise. It's not all that much work. He's pissing everybody off. Yeah. He pointed out the Rock doesn't even like him. The Rock. How do you piss <laughs> off the Rock? It seems like a you know big muscle bound, big smiley dope. Happy to be anywhere, off? right? Yeah, he's like, you know, this is great. We're going to drive cars and, and work out, do uh, do arms all day. <laughs> what the fuck? This is a great thing. And he meets like Vin a Diesel. job, right? And the rock's running. I mean, this is a guy who worked in <laughs> wrestling, and he's running from Vin Diesel. What the fuck is this Vin Diesel up to? Uh, Justin, this is some letters. Justin Lin quit Fast and Furious 10 because Vin Diesel wanted two cars to fuck and give birth to a baby car. I swear it took me a minute to figure out whether that was real or not. Uh, I was fucking dying listening today to the Fast and Furious bit. Between Brundle Car and the Vin Diesel impression, I laughed my ass off. And Vin Diesel, man, you know. Wasn't supposedly, allegedly wasn't remembering his lines. What fucking lines? Doesn't come to set on time and is unprepared. <laughs> Dude, you hit the jackpot. He's got to show up, look at the car, stare at the car, run if around. You, if you're tired, why are you doing 10? <laughs> Just say I'm done. Well, no matter how ridiculous it all gets, Fast and Furious movies are... Very um, important to Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel takes them very seriously. Here's a clip from 2009 of Vin promoting one of the movies like it's high art or something, I guess. Here you go. They're going to see incredible car racing. They're going to see incredible stunts in action. But they're also going to take part in a story that is personal, that is meaningful. I saw one of these movies. There was no story. I never saw any story. <laughs> these characters and their bond and how they resolve differences and how they come to terms with who they are is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's... No, I take my on. hat off to Universal, too, for supporting this concept of doing a true character-driven piece himself. like this. Character-driven <laughs> Okay, piece. it's the Godfather. Yeah. Want to hear him we talking see, about his character? character development. You want to hear him talking about his character, Dom? Yes, please. I didn't even know that was the name of the guy, Dom. I didn't even. E-O-M. <laughs> it wasn't until the cameo that I realized how much the audience has owned Dom. It's like Vin's personal script preferences is almost secondary to... The audience's appreciation of Dom and and connection to Dom and ownership. Dude, they have no connection to Dom. They just want to see cars and you beating people up and shit. Stop it. Yeah, they sit through all that other stuff waiting for another race. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to do uh, some... Um... Oh, this guy says, Howard, I like your take on Vin Diesel and The Rock fucking up the Fast and Furious franchise. Have you heard about that kid, Ezra Miller, who plays The Flash? No, I haven't. 
He says, yes, yes. The movie isn't even out yet, and his antics are basically forcing him out of the franchise before it even starts. Here, here I got a little report. He, he, Ezra he has Miller. been publicly arrested, publicly inebriated, or, yeah, or something. Yeah, what a dummy. Having a lot of trouble. Dude, Getting into fights here. in bars. I got the report here. Ezra Miller was arrested for disorderly conduct and harassment after an incident at a bar in Hawaii. Hey, vey. Use Just your imagine head, you're dude. in Hawaii. First of all, <laughs> people step yeah, I mean, off how... that, that plane and they're like, oh, my God, this is paradise. And his take on it is I'm going to go to a bar and get into a fight. If you get to be an actor and you get it to be the flash in a movie and you're working in Hawaii. What are you angry about? How did you go to a bar and start a problem? How does somebody ever even get on your nerves? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been to Hawaii. No one could possibly get on your nerves there. You get off the plane, they hand you a lay, they give you the mucka lucka high, mucka hiney ho speech, and you're off in what? fucking paradise. <laughs> right? I don't remember the speech. <laughs> oh. According to TMZ, Ezra allegedly hurled obscenities and grabbed a microphone from a woman who was singing karaoke. Yeah. They, cops say they were told Ezra also lunged at a guy playing darts. And refused multiple requests from the bar owner to calm down. Oh, they actually got... Oh, here's police body con, body yeah, yeah, cam yeah. audio from his arrest. The fuck out, boy. They got, they got those phones everywhere now. Well, there's either a camera or a phone. Yeah, there's no chance. You can't even be stupid anymore. They always got a camera around. I claim my Ninth Amendment rights to not be unlawfully... This is the Flash talking. Can you imagine? What is he? What? I, what is he in the, the DC superheroes? Uh, Flash. Yes. Yeah, not the kid well, on not the TV. the TV show. There's a movie coming. He's out. in the movie. Yeah. The kid in the TV show would give his balls to be in the movie. That's the jackpot. Sit and shut up. My Ninth Amendment rights to not be. Ninth Amendment? Who even knew there was a Ninth Amendment? He has Ninth Amendment rights. Well, this is again, everybody becomes a lawyer. Now he's pleading his case. Yeah, don't do this if you ever get arrested, by the way. <laughs> ninth Amendment rights. My Ninth Amendment rights to not be unlawfully persecuted for a crime of no designation. Disorderly conduct being something I am unguilty of. I claim my Fourth Amendment rights to not be searched and seized on no probable cause that you will not be able to offer in a court of law. I claim wow. my Fourth Amendment rights to not be searched and seized. Please do not touch my ring. Come on. Okay. You'll get it right my Fourth Amendment rights to not be searched and seized unlawfully without probable cause. I claim my Fourth Amendment rights to not be unlawful. Hey, you just touched my penis. Please don't do that. I'm not transgender, non-binary. I don't want to be searched by a man. I'm transgender, non-binary, and I don't want to be searched by a man. I claim my Fourth Amendment rights. These are Nerf guns, just in case you worry that they're bullets. Those are Nerf bullets. Thank you for letting me They are fake me. and they are a toy. Thank you for letting me This is my belt buckle and my Nerf bullets. I appreciate that. Please don't take them from me. The flash ring means a lot to me. It's very valuable. Wow. What are you doing, dude? I claim my Fourth Amendment right. Don't touch my dick. I'm You're, trans what? I don't know. Trans binary. <laughs> you know, the Fourth Amendment is you have I have the right to not let you touch my penis. <laughs> you got rights. The, the Everyone with their rights. Fathers wrote that. Don't touch Ezra's penis. 
I learned early on in life, you don't have any rights. You know, when someone's beating the shit out of you, all your rights go out the window. I have my rights. What right do you have? Fourth, ninth, tenth, fifteenth, and twenty-third amendment. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll go look that up while I'm knocking the shit out of you. Anyway, what I'm saying is if you get if you're lucky enough to get a role of a lifetime, which is the flash, they pay you a ton of dough to run around in a costume. And the possibilities of getting into other movies go way mm-hmm. up if that's a big hit, unless you do something like this before the movie even comes out. Yeah, you know, you could, they're probably going to do a series of Flash movies, right? So he'll have his own starring vehicle. And as you point out, if those do well, you at least get one other, other movie. Right. But it, you're not going to hire this guy after seeing this. I have my Fourth Amendment right, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against the unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause. Oh, All right, so he's asshole. wrong. He's not at home. Right. <laughs> they didn't find him at home. Ezra's on the phone. He wants to claim more of his rights. Yes, Ezra. Yeah, I want to claim my 17th Amendment right to my freedom. <laughs> I also want to claim my 87th Amendment right to be an asshole. I know you want to touch my penis, so stop it. You can look, but don't touch. That's my 47th. All right. There he is. I do not want to be searched by a man. Baby. I do. I mean, did I just say that? (laughs) I'm confused. Listen, officer. I know Superman, and he's going to beat your ass if you touch my penis again. You know, when they he said, don't take my ring, I'm like, is he wearing the Flash ring? Yeah. And he was. He was. He was. <laughs> That's amazing. I claim my 23rd Amendment right to wear my Flash ring. <laughs> don't take my ring. I don't remember Flash wearing a ring. Having Flash, a ring. Yeah. Flash had superpowers, and uh, he didn't need a ring. No. Uh, that was Green Lantern. I think this. So that I was like, wow, he really is taking he's taking Flash to the streets. I wish I had been the cop arresting the Flash and he says he has his <laughs> ring. I'm going to go, wait a second, Flash. That's the, that's the Green Lantern ring. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's the Flash ring. Flash doesn't wear a ring. Your superpower came from a chemical spill and you have natural superpowers. You don't you don't need a ring. Oh, all right. (laughs) He was wearing the green. I always hated Green Lantern because if he lost his ring, he was fucked. Yeah. Although the ring knew how to fly back onto his fingers. So that made me feel a little more comfortable. Hmm. Can't lock up a superhero and put him in jail. I wish they had referred to him as the Flash. Sorry, Flash, but we're going to have to arrest you. (laughs) He knows a lot of law, that kid, Ezra. Well, I he claim switched my... from the Ninth Amendment. He forgot the Ninth Amendment and then went to the Fourth Amendment. Well, he fucked up. He didn't realize the Ninth Amendment was his right to an abortion. I claim my Ninth <laughs> Amendment. Sir, you, you want an abortion? That's correct. <laughs> I claim my right. Roe v. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
all my amendments are fucked up, so I don't know what to say. But I know I'm a superhero, and anyone in the Justice League doesn't go to jail. Fuck you. Although I watch, um, I watch Lois and Clark, and Superman every weekend's up in jail. They're constantly locking him up in jail. Superman. You're still watching that stupid show. It's just the, the worst. Mm. Oh, I love it. I can't I love stand it. it. I can't. You I know, love it. They have killed Superman, as far as I'm concerned. No, Somehow I love. DC lost the thread, and Superman is dead. I love the following shows: Lois and Clark. Beverly Hills Housewives, American <laughs> Idol, and that's it. Thank you. Well, there's no Thank Bachelor you. on right now. Love the Bachelor so much. <laughs> I, what happened to Bachelor in Paradise? Maybe because of the uh, the pandemic, they didn't film it. I don't know. Didn't seem to slow well, down the Bachelor. Well, it's usually a summer show, so it's probably. I see. On the way. God, I love that show. Like I, I ache for it. You know, I read that I really uh, Jojo Fletcher and uh, yes. I forget what her boyfriend's name was. The guy she picked from the show. They've been dating for six years. They finally got married. Broke up. No, they got married. Oh, they did. Yeah. How did I not know that? I am. I don't know. I saw that this weekend when I was just mm. checking out the headlines. Jordan Rogers. That's Aaron Rogers brother. Yeah. And Jordan, Ro Jordan Rogers, when he was on The Bachelor, indicated that he doesn't speak with Aaron. Well, I think Aaron doesn't speak with anybody in the oh. family. See, I know everything about The Bachelor. <laughs> uh, what should I do? Should I end the show? Yeah, I'm going to end the show. You know what? Tomorrow when we resume, I will. Uh, I think I want to get in here and uh, do clean out the computer. I got a bunch of guys with uh, all kinds of interesting, funny fucking shit to do. And. We could end up having a really good show. Or not. We'll see. You'll be the judge. You, the audience. Uh, I do want to mention again, Wednesday, Harry Styles is coming in. Going to do a little... Oh, my something. heart. He's still... Yeah, all the girls want to fuck him. He's the new Johnny <laughs> Depp. Without all the shitting in the bed stuff. Well, he there hasn't shit the bed yet. Or had somebody shit the bed, so... No. <laughs> I can I'll tell you the truth. Him. I only wish I met a woman who wanted to shit in my bed. She's so passionate about it. You'd me, never leave her. No, never. I'd roll around in it. Ooh, did I just say that? All right, listen. No one was ever passionate enough about me to shit in my bed. No one cared that much. Uh, maybe, maybe you weren't the kind of guy who you'd shit in his bed. You know what? I'm a good it guy. can't be a nice thing about you? That nobody would ever dream of shitting in your bed. I don't know what I'd do if a woman shit in my bed. <laughs> I mean, like Beth, Beth, won't even, move. <laughs> Beth won't even shit in a bathroom that's anywhere near my bed. You know, like we have two separate bathrooms. And, and I've never even heard her shit, let alone smelled it. If you're trying to win a guy's heart, don't shit in his bed. Was, well, what she was wasn't the purpose? trying to win his heart at that point. What was she trying to do? She was pissed, uh, obviously. And, uh, uh, you know, they had a lot of breakups, let's say. So every time you think the breakup is forever. And but I so guess she if decided you... to shit the bed that time, if it's true. And what did she do? Like, she laid down in the bed and took a shit? Or did she stand I over the bed? I think she must have squatted. I don't think you can lay down and... Mm. You know, because that's going to get all over you, isn't it? I 
guess. Like, how do you shit in your bed? I don't even know how you do that. I guess you squat. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> She's very I'm thinking about it. See, you're you're saying Johnny maybe you do it doggy style. <laughs> maybe you get on all fours and lift your leg. <laughs> all I know is the teacup Yorkie couldn't have done it because it was too big. Uh, but you know what I mean. I think if you're passionate enough to want, like, to fight with a guy and sort of try to, you know repair the relationship in some way or get back together once you shit in the bed probably and the romance is over don't you think i I don't know their timeline was there any reconcile oh yeah there was that there were a couple of meetings Mm. where they thought they were going to discuss getting back together even after that i think she's pretty hot though i mean i'm pretty sure i'd stay with her if she shit in my bed (laughs) i'm a pretty desperate guy i don't think yeah she did one love scene in that movie where she met Johnny Depp, and I thought she was the sexiest human being on earth. And so did Johnny. Remember that song? I think of uh, Jay Giles' band, Love Stinks. <laughs> this is what they were talking about? <laughs> I would love, you know, she's going on. She now has to take the stand. That's the next big thing. And Yeah, I didn't even realize there has been a 10-day suspension in the trial. Because yeah. you still read about it every day. They're still combing through all that testimony, bringing you new stuff. So I didn't realize yeah. it hadn't been on, out, you know, they hadn't been on, in, on, uh, in the courtroom for 10 days. It's like the judge did us a favor. It was like, you know what? There's so much good shit going on. I'll give you 10 days to absorb it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he told the jury, do not like look at anything about the trial. Like that's possible. In you 10 know, days, bullshit. you're going to find out something. Wouldn't it be great if Amber just shit in her chair while she was under <laughs> oath? Turns out she does it everywhere. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, if you want to really bring things home, provide evidence. Yeah. See, this yeah. is what my shit looked like. Not like that yeah. picture. I take a nice little turd. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I still maintain it's the teacup Yorkies. Yeah, I know way too much about those two. If I was them, I'd just like hang it up and get this thing over with but i for well, my it sake looks i hope like they keep johnny it going. can continue to be you know go around in public i don't yeah. know about amber because she's not getting that support outside the courtroom poor amber how's she ever going to get another guy you're going to be like <laughs> man you're going to shit in my bed well that's the first thing you're going to have to explain on your first date okay so let's have the talk <laughs> how does that happen didn't the judge say to Amber, don't shit on the stand, please, ma'am? <laughs> or I'll hold you in contempt. And she said it was her Ninth Amendment right to shit on the stand. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, what, tomorrow we're going to uh, we're gonna have a great time. We're going to go through the computer. You know how that goes, Robin. We'll, I love some it. Some of the guys. Yeah, everyone yeah. loves it. Yeah. And uh, who knows? Let me, let me tell you about